everybody. Just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about the best place oh, to yeah. listen to all your audio titles. You can't beat Audible. Audible yeah. lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or something new to discover. Right. They have it all. They offer an incredible selection across every genre from bestsellers, yeah. new releases, celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. If it's out there, they have it. I'm telling you, I spend so much time on Audible. I love it so much. So many titles for the show that we, all of our podcasts and everything else. It's just phenomenal for traveling. It's great. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. You're going to love it. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse pounding collection you can't hear anywhere else. Now, the title I'm listening to right now that I'm having a lot of fun listening to is The Devil in the White City, it's called. Oh. It's by Eric Larson. It's the story of H.H. Holmes all oh. around the World's Fair in Chicago and how right. he was able to get all this done because there was so much stuff going on. And it's right. really creepy and really great. Fantastic, uh, fantastic listen. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep for keep the it. entire catalog. Mm-hmm. You can have it. It's fantastic, including latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. That's audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. Now back to the show. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This week, in American Fork, Utah, a man's twisted and self-guided religious beliefs cause murder and mayhem while sending fear through a close-knit community. Welcome to Small Town Murder. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Town Murder. Yay! Yay, indeed, Jimmy. Yay, indeed. My name is James Petrogallo. I'm here with my co-host. I am Jimmy Wissman. Thank you, folks, so much for joining us. Jimmy, right on target with the enthusiastic yay this week. Let's inject some humor into the world. Let's have fun. uh, Let's attempt to have a good time. This world, oh, it sucks. Yeah, Yeah, we don't want to put it to a... We we hate dating the show like that, but yeah. Everything's shit. We're in the middle of a world of shit, so (laughs) let's try to make a nice shit salad out of it, everybody. And today, this this 
is a Rulo, Nebraska, Phillips, yeah. Oklahoma, pocket robin level batshit crazy case today. This is wild and nuts. And you have t- if this is your first episode, you've chosen wisely because it's crazy. <laughs> we all uh, deserve it. Yes. Before we get into it quickly, just want to thank everyone for their reviews this week. We're not sure why they help, but they do. Same Those show. Apple podcast reviews, that purple icon, give us five stars and then you say something, say it's dark in here. They won't let me out until I finish this. Doesn't matter what you say, but it helps for some reason. And guess what? You have the time right now to do, do. it. It takes like 30 seconds, so uh, do that, because when you hear this, you'll know this took a lot longer to put together than that. So thank you for all who have done that, and for the rest of you, get on it. Uh, also, go to shutupandgivememurder.com yeah. for all of your merchandise needs, everything for small-town murder and crime and sports. There. If you're not listening to crime and sports, you're messing up again. Yeah. This week, it's a crazy crazy wrestler episode, so mm-hmm. go back and check that out. Marty Janetti, it's insane. Yeah. Listen to that episode. Also, get all of your, like I said, merchandise, yeah. tickets to live shows. They're happening. They're happening. It's looking like after July and on are going to go on, and we, a bunch of shows have been rescheduled. Boston's yeah. officially sold out. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. And That's also a, rescheduled. And rescheduled yeah. for August. That's a dream come true to sell out the Wilbur. That's right. a great historic venue. Lots Such of a big deal. Amazing comedies happen there, and that's kind of a benchmark for comedians mm-hmm. if you sell that place out. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, get all your tickets there at shutupandgivememurder.com. Uh, also, if you want to be a hero to the show, you can, you can do that. You can be one of our producers right. who we're going to gush about in glowing terms at the end of the show and tell you how wonderful they are. Right. Uh, you can do that very easily by going to patreon.com slash crime and sports. And uh, that this week, too, and every week, if you're above the $5 level of whatever there, you get the bonus episodes. Right. You get the full catalog of bonus episodes. This week's bonus episode is especially crazy. Mm-hmm. We're doing botched executions and last meals <laughs> and weird last meals. That's going to be the bonus this week. So I've had research done for a mini case for like two weeks, but this is just more fun. So we're going to do that mini case next week. Right. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So check that out. And thank you for everything you've done. Also, listen to PSA Hate This Movie yeah. comes out on Fridays with me and my wife, Sarah Hunt, where we we rip apart romantic comedies. As she says, we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. And as you can imagine, I just yell and scream a lot and get real angry at shit. So check that out also. And uh, wow. Thank you for everything you've done so far. With yeah. that said disclaimer time yeah. gotta do the disclaimer this is a comedy podcast right. it's a comedy show we're gonna have a good time mm-hmm. we are people are going to die they will they will die it's a, they're gonna be murdered here which is right now it's the <laughs> least of everyone's concerns <laughs> honestly think about it you're less scared to be murdered now than at any other time I'm, in your existence right welcome it you know you're like well at least it's another person i can talk to that's good at least <laughs> At least I'm yeah. not lonely for a little while you anyway. You shouldn't be here. This is great. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, honestly, people get killed. We're going to make jokes. We don't make jokes about the murder. We make jokes about stuff around the murder. Right. Usually when a murder is going to happen, it's because people have gone off their rocker a little yeah. bit. And then funny stuff happens usually around right. that. So uh, if that sounds good to you, we're going to have a great time. If that doesn't sound good to you, if you think comedy and true crime should never go together, right. you should take a walk. Take a hike. Are, there you yeah, go. Have, a, have fun. We gave it a shot. Thank you very much. But I mean, we're going to try our best. We we try our best not to make fun of the victims yeah. or the victims' families. But why would we do that? Because we're assholes, Yeah, but we're not scumbags. Now we're talking. That's what we're talking about. So if that sounds good to you, mm-hmm. sit back wherever you are. Yeah. If you're home, <laughs> 
This is allowed. Scare the shit out of your pets right now. <laughs> really, in your living room. You can do You're in your own home, yeah. damn it. It's not in your office. Shout, shut, shut up and, and give, give me murder. murder. As the cat scurries under the couch. <laughs> there you go. Your goldfish just flopped. And your dog twists his head <laughs> sideways and goes, huh? We can do that? We can, all right, sure. Cool. I guess we're, I guess we're being loud yeah. now. So uh, with that said, let's go on a trip, Jimmy. Great. Let's do this. Uh, we're coming from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We're coming from Delaware. That's right. The, we were like in the Atlantic Ocean pretty yeah. much last week. Uh, this week, we're going west, yeah. somewhere with no ocean anywhere near yeah. it. We're going to Utah. Oh, it's icy. Oh, boy, yeah. Utah. We're going to American Fork, Utah. Oh, boy. That is a real name of a town. Apart uh, from French Fork? American Fork, Utah. What the fuck? I, at first, I'm like, I wonder if they make like forks there. There's like the, the, the Like the American Fork Company started there, and it was just like a company town. Yeah. But that's not how it happened. This is in north central Utah. Yeah. It's about 30 minutes outside of Salt Lake City. It's oh, a it's a okay. suburb out there. It's about five and a half hours to Boise, if you want to go up that direction, and about an hour and 45 minutes if you want to go east to Duchesne, Illinois, which oh. was, or Illinois, Utah, <laughs> Utah, which was our last Utah episode, and that is the one with, that is the one with less popular Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah. That is a, literally Utah's version of Joe Exotic. We did that last year, yeah. and he's pretty much the same guy on a smaller scale. He has a lion instead <laughs> of tigers, <laughs> and he takes it like to town, right. like the grocery store. It's insane. So it's, I think it's episode 120. Listen to that one if you want to hear some crazy shit from Utah. <laughs> what a bizarre thing to own. But not after this, but not till after this one, because this is even crazier. This is in Utah County. Yeah. Very, yeah. very creative. Yeah. Uh, zip code 84003, area code eight, uh, 385 and 801. Mm-hmm. Can't hold these people with oh. one. And it's about almost 11 square miles. It's not that average size town here. Uh, the motto you yeah. can smell that Mormon cooking. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, you can s- yeah. Smell what the Mormons are cooking there. That's it. <laughs> just it's all bland uh, down it's home. gonna be yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. they don't even have a motto we have like, a motto it is everything is covered in gravy everything is beige <laughs> that's utah look around you yeah beige isn't it nice isn't it nice but they the mountains are pretty in utah yeah. i'll say that it's their everything food else is there, weird. It's, it's all bland shit yeah that's, that's what i picture just a lot of biscuits no gravy no gravy yeah. no or if it is it's the white gravy but yeah. there's no spice in it whatsoever it's just not <laughs> no even spice, salted no sausage. not even salted it's <laughs> just done utah we have to say as known as one of the more conservative places Mm -hmm. on the face of the planet you know here and like saudi arabia probably you know (laughs) places like that maybe morocco you know a couple of the couple of syria possibly a couple Mm -hmm. of the you know more war-torn countries the the more where the religion is really kind of has the religion and the law really kind of go hand in hand there's really no discerning them (laughs) but utah the people there who aren't insanely like religious and you know would hate us are the coolest people in the world because they have to live by these people by the crazy (laughs) rules so they're like some voice of sanity please talk to me god damn it we're outnumbered and and people keep voting one of the one of the best crowds we had yeah. ever was in salt lake city they're, they're so fun they're like thank you <laughs> our beer is only we have to drink so much beer it's like three percent alcohol please they finally got real beer and that's it's, amazing it's for crazy. them but so, for, I, how long must you drink three two beer no to idea. even get drunk i dr- I, I, I think i drank an 18 pack in a weekend and i never once was drunk i think and i thought i was superman yeah, I, I was think, like i think i've done 
done no. something. I think it's supposed to just be full of liquid before yeah. you get drunk. That's how they do it. So, history of this area. It was used as a seasonal hunting and fishing ground by the Ute Indians there. Uh, but, originally, that's the whole area. But American Fork itself was settled in 1850 by Mormon pioneers, yeah. of course. Uh, it was named Lake City in 1852. That's what it first was, and they later on changed uh, to American Fork. Until Salt Lake got too big. Which is a little strange here. Yeah, yeah they were like, well, they have Lake Salt Lake City. Right. Or Lake City. <laughs> they took, we just figured we'd make it easy for people to not have Salt Lake and just have it be Salt Lake. Lake. Right. Fucking people over here. Go, sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> So bring them. I'm sorry. The, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. The darned people are driving me nuts. Yeah. So uh, they the first settlers were as our Arza Adams and then Stephen Shipman. Oh, Chip. Chipman. Yeah. Chipman. Chipman. Oh. He sounds very, very exciting. This guy here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they, there was a kind of up and down the uh, the American Fork River here that is where people first started to settle. In the 1850s, there was a lot of you know fighting between the people, the, the Mormons who came in and the Native Americans who were there already. Mormons were hostile, huh? Well, I don't know who was hostile, but uh, their their lifestyles were, were clashing. I'm we'll sure. just say. Yeah. They just didn't have the same didn't have the same value systems. Why are you guys smoking that? Yeah, Jesus Christ. My eyes uh, are burning. What's going on here? So at a, at a meeting in 1853 at the schoolhouse here, uh, they uh, Lorenzo Snow and Parley Pratt, these two guys, convinced the settlers to follow uh, uh, to follow them and move into one big central fort so the fort was built in a 37 acre area Mm -hmm. and that's where the settlers were you know kind of holed up to protect themselves it's like circling the wagons to protect themselves from native attacks basically Uh, most people here and they did they changed it to american fork after the river to avoid confusion with salt lake city okay that's why that's what the the river's named is is american fork river so they were like let's just name ourselves after the river we'll take that body of water they could have named themselves anything that's the thing you don't have to name yourself after a body of water it's not a rule they would have loved river talk with james and jimmy they would have loved been their favorite podcast they would have hated because they were like these guys don't know shit about rivers (laughs) god damn it they don't know a goddamn thing (laughs) they had a a public school by the 1860s and this was the first community in the territory of utah to offer public education to people there the uh, american fork had rail access had a rail access point for mining there in the 1870s and uh, and that sort of thing uh the, the the american fork apparently had a feud with the town of Lehigh because the Utah Sugar Company chose Lehigh as the factory building site instead of American Fork. So they're pissed at them? Which made American Fork hate that other town. (laughs) Rather than hating the sugar company, they hated those people. Those people didn't choose it. How dare you? (laughs) That's ours, goddammit. Wow. Oh, shit, we want jobs, too. I don't know. Goddamn. During World War II... The population really expanded here because they built the Columbia Steel Plant, and uh, that became a big deal for okay. the war effort. And uh, they had an annual celebration in the summer back then. They changed it to Steel Days in the 40s. We'll talk about what it was before that. 
and all about steel. Before that, there were several other incarnations of this. Thank God for steel and war. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Celebrating uh, war. Celebrating steel for war. Yeah. yeah steel day. <laughs> we Finally, jobs are here. Thank God people were pissed enough to fight about it. No shit. Uh, they built a city hospital in 1937, so they, they it took them that long to build a city hospital, <laughs> and they were built several since then. Uh, the Sandlot, the movie, mm-hmm. obviously, the 1992 movie, was filmed in this area. Really? It was filmed all along like this towns around Salt Lake City. Is that right? And that's where they filmed it, apparently. The I don't car- think I knew that. The carnival scene in Sandlot was filmed in American Fork on State Street by Robinson Park. Really? So that is here. So, yeah, because it looks like fucking 40 years ago because it's utah that's why (laughs) what do you think small towns in utah look like they look like 1964 what year is it here am i what did i try do i have an orange vest on did i time travel is my delorean lost what's happening here what the fuck is going on and they got everybody's clothes from the stores that are open then (laughs) they just they didn't tell anyone they were filming they just set up some cameras real quiet put like a tarp over them they're like just blend in that's, just do the scenes. That salmon hat was probably a plentiful down there. That's what I mean. It's yeah. just, yeah, they just took it off a kid's head. <laughs> also, several scenes from the movie Footloose there too were filmed in american fork including the opening scene inside the church uh the front porch scene with kevin bacon and his family and the gas station scene where he gets gas for his volkswagen there coming in so this is literally the town from footloose fascinating that's how stiff this town is it is you people say that as a joke jesus christ it's like the town from footloose right or they're like the preacher from it's like the stiffest thing possible this is the actual town from footloose this is fucked up. This is somebody saying that sarcastically yeah, here. Like and then, for, like, like, it is, just, as a matter of fact. Matter of fact. Wow. Let me tell you a story. I met Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Let's tell you, take you over to where, where Bacon stayed the night. So uh, this has a like, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, yeah. even the story. Right. You can't get away from it. So the uh, the first ward of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was uh, organized in 1851 in this area. First one. Not the first one in this area. Got it. It was organized in 1851. Uh, the majority of the population population here are mormon as we'll talk about but there's also a a catholic parish there sure not a lot of them there as we'll talk about obviously Mm -hmm. uh we'll know let's let's get to some reviews here got it that's some reviews here um let's see here. here's a two-star review not real happy with them american fork utah is a tiny town in utah county it's prominently white and mormon it has an extreme lack of diversity and is extremely conservative it's it's rural utah if you're looking for diversity utah is not the place to go let's just say that utah is a nice place it's pretty the people are very nice but if you're saying i want to mingle with more black people i'm looking for you know maybe people from the south america you're not going to find them here i want lots of choices on my asian cuisine no not there you're not going to get it if if you're looking for something fun to do you're going to have to travel 30 plus minutes to salt lake city which is that's a stretch too (laughs) unless you like to ski enjoy david buster yeah because the lack because of the lack of things to do many teenagers end up getting into trouble because they are bored however if you're looking to, for a quiet uh, quiet quaint small town to move to in your 60s this is the perfect place for you so there's that uh two star here's another one i would try to focus on the positive in response to this inquiry however in my honest uh, in my in all honesty this area's crime is bad and police services are even worse myself and many of my friends family and close associates have been affected by the by theft drug violence gang related crimes and police brutality my God. i i challenge any gang in uh in american fork utah personally <laughs> 
kiss my ass all Throw of you. Down. Let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever color you don't like, I'm going to go there and wear it and stand in the middle of the street. Skin that smoke wagon. I ain't afraid of you. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 here's another one. Uh, two star. I think this area tends to be populated with families. As a result, the area's restaurants and diversity is not great. Uh, another one, many about restaurants. Don't try to find any open diners or restaurants or fast food establishments open after 11. And the few things that are open, don't expect kind service. Okay. 11 a.m. or p.m.? Huh? P.m. It's 11 a.m. You better be in church by 1130. So shop, shop. We're closing up shop. Everything closes at 11 a.m. Here's one that's a little more straightforward. Uh, the title of it is Don't Live Here. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, no stars. You, you have my it. attention. Yeah. Uh, the schools here are awful. The school curriculum I endured was years behind anywhere else I've lived. Milwaukee, Colorado Springs, or Denver. The teachers are extremely substandard. This makes for a less than intelligent general population. I've met a lot of people who've moved here, and they all agreed that the overall people here are especially ignorant. Almost everyone here is both Caucasian and Mormon. The lack of culture or diversity is painful to anyone who values either. There isn't anything to do if you're not LDS. And even if you are LDS, there still isn't much to do anyway. <laughs> the attitude of the majority is very unhealthy, with some of the highest prescription abuse rates, pornography rates, and illicit drug use. It's like a county in denial. Yeah, it is. It's going to be because it's like the highest they, they do studies. The highest viewing of interracial porn yeah, is down they, south yeah, because yeah. that's they. Yeah, it's a <laughs> you're covering for something. Yeah. You know, no. I hate your sexy chocolatey <laughs> boobs. I hate them. I hate. The deliciousness of of your round behind i just don't like it <laughs> like what do you you know i hate it damn it hmm, thou doth protest too much right. yeah, so. it drives me nuts to yeah. think about how i can watch my penis oh, go jesus you know, it almost disappears into it. oh my god i hate it i hate it i hate the fantasy so uh people here population was under 10,000 until about 1980 mm-hmm. and then it's gone up a lot since then cuz it's a suburb people here right now about 28,507 it's up 82% since 1990 okay. which is a lot uh more males than females but not by too much median age is 10 years younger than the average here it's 27.8 young folks well there's a lot of old people but there is an ass shit fuck ton of kids yeah just so many it's just double and all the kid demographics they have a lot of them yeah Yeah. it's a mormon population they're having a lot of kids they're gonna have as many as they can uh married population is higher too as you're gonna be expecting here it's about 60 percent uh the uh uh not a lot of not a lot of us uh single with children that's low it's under 10 percent they stay together uh race of this town not surprising here 86 percent white uh 0.6% 0.6% black, yeah. 0.9% Asian, yeah. uh, and 8.5% Hispanic yeah. you're going to get here. Now, 95.7% of the people here are religious. That is fucking heavy. It's usually 50-50. And we've, we've had like 71, and I was like, oh my God, yeah. this is 957 That 4.3 uh, is so fun, though. That's the, they're, they're the fun they ones. They are a blast. 1.4% Catholic. Uh-huh. That's the, probably your Hispanic yeah. population, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And Mormon, 93.3%. That's unbelievable. LDS. That is... It's working. Wow. Whatever they even got, they're doing. They even got the fucking Mexicans. That's... <laughs> yeah. what, that's their favorite lately. D- that's what I mean. Well, yeah. there's a lot... There's just they're like there's yeah, a whole continent families. down yeah. there and it goes into oh and they my love god big family yeah they, that's what i mean yeah. it's the same beliefs so right. uh yeah they're like the catholic's not conservative enough for you anymore 
<laughs> Feeling too loosey-goosey with the Catholic Church? Well, then, we have with something. Their, what, with their wine and all? We have something for you, mister. You come over here. Leave that wine behind. <laughs> all the Catholic rules no, oh, without any alcohol. Yeah, well, we You're even in. we have more rules, as a matter of fact, as well. Uh, if you like rules, yeah. we're, the, we're, it. we're the rule people. <laughs> Uh, 0.0% Jewish. Uh-huh. They took one look and went, I don't think Fucking so. No. No, we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the West or East, but not here. Uh, in Utah County, a little conservative on the voting, too. Last last uh, election, 14% of the people voted Democrat. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% voted Republican. 36% Independent. Is that right? Yes, because it's so conservative there. And the religious people said, we're not voting for the Republican candidate, even uh-huh. though we vote Republican, because he is Oh yeah. yeah blasphemer right, and right. a blah 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 so they didnn't like him Jake's so Ev- porn Evan McMullen shit. ran as a you know as the conservative <laughs> he took a shitload yeah. of votes that's what I mean that's a lot My of votes God. man that's that's how serious they are there <laughs> uh, so unemployment rate here is, is low actually right now it's just over three percent which I mean not at the moment probably at the second but last time they checked in yeah. we'll say uh, media household income usually it's about 57,000 here it is 71,000 dollars yeah so yeah that's a lot of people making in the, between seventy five and one hundred fifty thousand yeah. in this area, and then so. after taxes and tithing, they take home about seventy three hundred. That's about yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I think it, I, I, the average is about twelve thousand four hundred and fifty dollars right. after after tithing. After I believe tithing. <laughs> that's how it works. Now, cost of living here, not not factoring in tithing. Uh, cost of living here, it's a hundred is average and regular par, whatever. Here it is one twelve point three. So okay. it's a little high. Yeah. Uh, mainly it's housing that's yeah. high. The housing here is uh, 152 at over 100. So it's a lot. Medium. But these houses are beautiful. Well, they all have a shitload of bedrooms. Yeah. Even the small houses, right. it'll be a 1,300 square foot house with five bedrooms. And you're like, okay, I don't know where they squeeze these bedrooms into. <laughs> yeah. But it's for a lot of kids. They're set up for they're, a family. They're short, so we can just put like. We can cram them in. I went to Japan recently. <laughs> right. And in Tokyo. We can double deck a bedroom. They sleep in drawers <laughs> we could double deck them i'm just saying we could put like frame in about them. four feet high eight foot s- ceilings that's two rooms we'll stack them you ever been to a morgue now they had these draw they just pull them out we could put them in there. there's a lot of kids is what i'm saying I'm not saying there'll be no air or nothing. But <laughs> we can Jewish bury them for bed. You know, you know, for bed, you know just for bedtime. Just for bedtime. We'll let them out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they must They must hate the quarantine. Yeah. They can't gather. Right. And on top of that, everyone's at home watching terrible things on TV that they don't want them to watch. Everybody's, they're all just home. Watching this tiger watching shit. Watching the, the net gays with the tigers and the Julu and all their damn shows. I told you that them gays were going to make all of it. I knew it. Hey, made two now he's made two of us tigers with viruses now running around i think joe exotic gave it to him i'm just saying (laughs) he gave him a it's a gay tiger virus come to wreak havoc uh so median home cost here three hundred fifty two thousand five hundred dollars a little bit a little bit high yeah most of the houses are between two and four hundred thousand and if we've convinced you damn it Mm -hmm. you're just you have been having too much fun We have for you the American Fork, Utah Real Estate Report. Your average two-bedroom rental here goes for about $1,050, which is low compared to the housing costs. That's that's wild. That's under average nationally because most people... 
but have houses right. here. You know, it's a, what are you going to rent? You, a two bedroom apartment? You're going to rent an apartment with your seven kids? That's, I mean, that's right. fine for you know year one. Right. But then what? You're single in our town. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not going to be for long. No. So you're. Th- I found a three bedroom, two bath, fourteen hundred forty square foot trailer. Yeah, it's not great. Right. It's a it's a fucking dump. This yeah. is. Uh, you've been excommunicated by the church. <laughs> you're not allowed to work anywhere. Got you with the Bud Light. That's it. Oh, you're done. Fifty five thousand dollars for this thing. So it's a place to live. I'll yeah. say. Uh, I found a three bedroom, two bath, eighteen hundred seventy two square foot house. Mm-hmm. This one's nice, yeah. updated. Got all the backsplashes yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Nice sinks and everything. But it's going to cost you three hundred twenty four thousand nine hundred bucks oh, for eighteen hundred square feet. That's steep. Yeah. Uh, then I found this. You're going to stretch out. You, yeah. You're the guy skimming the tithes here. <laughs> you got your hand in the cookie jar. Uh, six bedroom, six bath, T bowl for every beehole. Yeah. God damn. Let's go, Elder. Let's do it. Six thousand four hundred nineteen square feet. Mm. Stretch yourself out. Eight uh, hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Nine nine hundred. Just grand. say nine hundred yeah. grand. What are you doing? Fucking trying One to scam me with that shy shit. Of it? No, Jesus, I don't think so. So things to do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found Fork Fest. Oh, hey, gotta yeah. have the Fork Fest. Uh, this is what the website says about it. Fork Fest is your unforgettable summer kickoff with twenty eight bands, three stages, and one epic fest. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm sold. This celebration of Utah grown bands will include original music, art, vendors, food trucks, and other activities for the entire family, such as bounce house a foam machine, and a children's art tent. Uh, local bands and their original music? Oh, that's going to be... I don't want to hear Imagine it. how bad that's going to be. Fuck gonna, you. Someone's going to be like, play some fucking Bob Seger. Play anything. Any- anything I recognize, ever. So, play Montel I Jordan. Don't care. I don't give a shit. So play This Is How We Do It. I don't give a fuck at this point. Tell me wanna, how South, South Central does it like nobody. I don't care. I don't want to hear the song you wrote for the girl that broke up with you Jesus, 12 years fuck, ago. fuck, man. For the love fuck of Christ. Local bands and your original music. Do Taylor Swift at this point. I don't give a shit. Just something. This is crazy. Have Anybody know any Cardi B? Any of you? Play Keith Urban. Anyone have fuck like a it. disabled little sister or something that can do Cardi B for us possibly? I don't know. I'll listen so, to that first. Uh, yeah, here. And uh, you don't want to miss it. Children eight and under are free. Mm. So bring the 28 whole bands and a fucking onslaught <laughs> Can you imagine? of our bullshit on three stages. Ugh. So I found. Fuck you. I picked out some of the choices here. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Joshua James. Yeah. Who just looks like a dork. He's and got two so, J's. Uh, another band called Fictionist. So I don't know if that's a religious band or what, but fictionist there. Uh-huh. Uh, Desert Noises is another one. <laughs> that's not, they that's just honest. They should all be called that. That's just honest. Just is, like, that well, like, is that just like a... We're in the desert. We're making noises. I don't know if, that, if that's got religious connotations <laughs> right. to it, like Old Testament right. shit there. But uh, Making joyful noises. <laughs> and desert. There's a lot of right. desert references. I don't know. Or is it just a dude with like... It's Moses' band. And then, <laughs> and then he plays like some cricket sounds. Maybe. And then he's got like a... Snake rattle. This guy's got a snake rattle and some, and some locust sound. <laughs> <laughs> Going in the background. <laughs> Desert noises. Fucking horrible. Jesus. That's actually, I would listen to that yeah. before I listen to local act 
Original music. That sounds like if Moses had a late night talk show, that would be his band. That'd be the house band. Everybody, how you doing? Thank you so much for joining me. Moses here on the Moses Talk Hour. It's been great. First of all, give it up for the house band. Desert Noises, everybody. Desert Noises. Going to pump the jams out all night long. Let's do it. Let's have our first guest. That song was called Seven Minutes of Rattlesnakes. (laughs) It's my favorite. It's a good one. My favorite. Let's... Next commercial, run that one again. I want to hear it, okay? Everybody in studio audience, good with that. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Also, the backseat lovers, Oh, which doesn't sound Mormon appropriate no. at all. That sounds like kids getting it on. Yeah. Uh, book on tapeworm. What? I just like the title of that. I don't understand. Book on tapeworm. I don't know if there's a book on tapeworms. I like tapeworms. Tape. Great. And then... Uh, <laughs> The last band I chose is my favorite, Timmy the Teeth. Okay. I don't know if his teeth are great or terrible. Does he play music on them? (laughs) Maybe. I feel like his teeth are either like wonderful, like he's just like this ridiculous mouth. He's the only guy in town that had braces and he's got good ones. No, they're probably just all (laughs) implants or something. They're just beautiful, sparkle, or else they're terrible. Now, general admission's $18 for this little affair in advance. VIP tickets, 45 bucks. What do you get for that? I think parking comes with that which is ten dollars so it doesn't add up also steel days like we said formerly timber day then it was liberty day then for years it was poultry day which doesn't sound fun Uh. it's summertime let's go celebrate poultry which doesn't go well in the sun then it became steel day in 1945 for the war effort here it's their traditional celebration and uh they changed it to steel day because the mayor decided poultry day no longer reflected the city's economy (laughs) just not enough chickens here so uh yes full of events similar to poultry day in 2018 uh uh, the they still had steel day uh steel days they had uh they added the smoke and steel barbecue competition Mm -hmm. a kid's Splash night. I don't know what that is. It's a pool or something. Because there's no pool. It's just like sprinklers. Go run in the sprinklers. That's uh, horrible. Pickleball and spike ball tournaments. All right. What the fuck is a spike ball? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm willing to play. Sure. I'll I'll learn it. Peg some Mormons with a ball. (laughs) Uh, Not that I want to peg them especially, but that's who's around. There's no one else to peg. Uh, (laughs) That's what's available. Not that I'm like, where are the Mormons? I'm going to peg them with a ball. I don't care what you do. It's like going to a daycare and saying, I want to throw balls at adults. Yeah. Yeah, They aren't here. They ain't here. Whether this has been a family tradition for years or you've never celebrated us, I want to invite you down to enjoy all the fun that Steel Days has to offer. You can create memories of your own, Jimmy. How do you feel about that? Uh, Crime rate in this town, what we're interested in, the property crime just under the national average. It's right at average, pretty much. Uh, Violent crime, though, murder, rape, robbery, and assault, the Mount Rushmore of crime, is only about one-third of the national average. So that's low. They'll steal your shit. There might be some cracky people here, but they're not killing each other so yeah. much some, t- some profit frowns upon that <laughs> they're taking at least one commandment seriously here i'm not sure <laughs> so, i don't even know if those are the commandments they follow oh who the hell i have no idea so with that said a nice safe clean little mormon town from let's, the from the footloose <laughs> let's talk about a murder that happened here and ruined everybody what do you say yeah <laughs> Hey, everybody, just going to take a quick break from the show and tell you about a wonderful company that does fabulous things for your skin, Curology. Oh, Curology.com, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com. Absolutely. And Curology, this is what makes them awesome and different. As you go uh-huh. on their website, you go to Curology.com, yeah. and then you figure out, they have you take a, a questionnaire. Sure. So it figures out exactly what kind of skin you have, exactly what your problems are, exactly what you're yeah. trying to figure out and get better, yeah. and then they 
figure out the perfect product for you. Oh, that's it's great. really awesome stuff. Yeah, it's personalized rather than having this just general... Because everybody's skin's different. I mean, it's sure. like yeah. skin, hair, all that's different for different people. Yeah. So to have it personalized for you is fantastic. And they, they make personalized prescription skincare products here. Wow. Uh, their prescription skincare uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients, making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. And it really is. It's really good stuff. For a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 when you go to Curology.com com slash small town go to curology.com slash small town for this free offer that's curology c-u-r-o-l-o-g-y dot com slash small town trial is 30 days applies only to your first box subject to consultation new subscribers only now back to the show this show small town murder is sponsored by BetterHelp. oh betterhelp.com Absolutely. And let me ask you this, Jimmy and everybody else. What's the first thing you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Let's just say it was magical. Oh, man. What do you take a nap, go for a run, maybe you read, just catch up on some Another therapy session. Therapy, something like that. But the thing is, if time was unlimited, how would you make use of it? How would you decide what's important enough to make time for is the thing. So that's kind of how you have to think about it. Therapy can help you. Find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritize. Prioritize. What are your priorities? And that does help a lot. I know you've Mm -hmm. actually talked about priorities from therapy that they taught you you how to deal with stuff and how to figure out what your priorities are. Finding and and isolating what's most important throughout the day and getting those tasks done first and then... Meandering down the list as you go. That's a, it's, a, it's a great way to do do things and file and your life away. Find what brings you joy, actually. Yeah. What you might actually like. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's awesome. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SmallTownMurder today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, BetterHelp.com slash SmallTownMurder. Now back to the show. Okay. Uh, to start this off, you can't start it off. We got to start from the beginning. Uh, we have to talk about two young men. We have to talk about, well, they're not young now, but they were young then. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about Ron and Dan Lafferty. Okay. They're brothers. brothers yeah. uh, Ronald Watson Lafferty. He's born in 1941. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Charles Lafferty, his little brother, who's born in 1948. Oh, they blew it. They could have named him Ronald and Donald. Well, I'm, I, there's probably a Donald because <laughs> the family grew up in a family of six boys and two girls wow. was, there was eight kids oh not God. not fucking around oh my or certainly or fucking, fucking around. around a lot <laughs> i don't know how you'd have all those kids wouldn't they hear you fucking all the time making more kids i guess you don't care that's uh, the joyful noise i guess mom and dad are, are expanding the <laughs> expanding the faith i guess we're about to have a roommate i guess so <laughs> make another drawer <laughs> Prepare the lower drawer. It's another one coming in. So uh, a lot of this great background. There's a great background stuff that came from one source that was really good. It was uh, the Deseret News, and the the uh, person who wrote it was Jesse Hyde. Came out in 2004. Well done, Just Jesse. Very good stuff here uh, on the background. So. 
uh, they grew up in Payson, Utah, huh. which is around here. It's yeah. not too far. Like every state has a Payson. Yeah. I saw Payson. I'm like, Arizona? Northern it's a Arizona? very basic bitch no, daughter name. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. No. It's, it's uh, awful. Payton and right. Payson. Right. Same type of thing. So Payson, family of six boys, two girls. Their father is a goddamn maniac. This is the only way to put it. Uh, they call him a stern disciplinarian, but it's more than that. Really? He's angry he's angry at his wife he's angry at his kids he's angry at his pets what? he's the type of guy that does something goes wrong for him he comes home and yells at the dog for it oh, like God. he's just a, a lunatic uh one time he had this is rough he had a, a fight with his wife a, a verbal fight with his wife so he beat the family dog to death with a baseball bat what yeah that's the type of guy we're dealing with here don't that's, worry. He'll be out of the picture soon. We won't have to wow. hear about him. But uh, that's the last dog violence in this episode. That's the opposite of how that works. If that you is fight with your wife, terrible. grab a drink, whether yeah. tea, get yourself a tea. Doesn't matter. Ah, there's caffeine. You know what? Keep grab a bottle of whiskey a, in the right. cabinet for situations like this. Sit down on the couch. Be an adult. Put some peanut butter on your finger. I went easy there. On your And then lay, sit down on the couch and let that dog lick that peanut butter off your finger and see if you don't calm the fuck down. Well, see if you don't want to not punch you just, anybody. You could just pet it, too. Yeah, that, too. <laughs> well, you know, when that dog shows you like that dog kind of, drool and peanut oh, butter off your finger. He's losing his mind. He's like, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> it's amazing. So, my God. Uh, he's, oh, Jesus, this guy's a mess. The father... The father doesn't believe in modern modern medicine, really, either. Oh, no. Um, he goes by Brigham Young one time, and his father quotes, I only bring this up because his father is the reason why. His father quotes this all the time, said that doctors that are, quote, a worse set of ignoramuses do not walk the earth, is oh, what he said of doctors. Boy. So, yeah. Um, so, uh he uh, he said that a lot of people said too. His mother died of influenza, mm-hmm. and he got he had lost faith in doctors after that too. Okay. So they couldn't even save my mother. Blah blah blah. So um, yeah, he's he, he's a, a lunatic basically. He's known as a handsome man though too. Mm-hmm. He's not like a broken down alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He's a handsome guy, very confident, but extremely extremely rigid in his religious yeah. religiosity we'll, we'll say here uh one time he had a hernia that was just awful uh he said his son dan one of the ones we talked about here his son dan said that he could actually hear his father's guts quote sloshing around inside his abdomen yeah. uh for years oh my god he didn't do anything he would just try to push it back into place with his hands that's my, my grandpa did it yeah that's what he did. A tough son of a bitch to be able to do he's, that. Because he didn't believe in doctors? Is that yeah. why your grandpa did it? No, my grandpa did it because it was expensive to fix it. Okay, that, yeah. The money. That's different. <laughs> he would love a doctor to be yeah, like, yeah, no. whatever. This guy would have uh, would have uh, chased a doctor off his front lawn with a shotgun who was trying to help him. He's, <laughs> my grandfather would have loved it if one of them needed a trailer hitch. He, I'll come over and put it on. You yeah. fix this shit? I'll you fix do that? that shit. Well, that would have been a good deal, actually. You got anything needing weld? I can take care of it. You know what? That's I'm sure, A doctor could have used a welding, something for his office, maybe. A nice my metal father would have done an art piece it. for Whatever the lobby. Want. I don't know. So uh, Dan also says that his father wa- told him a story, what he called a providential story mm. about when uh dan was in his uh, was a baby in his high chair he w- uh, was standing in the kitchen where his mother was cooking something dan was rocking and trying to get out of the high chair like kids do yeah. and apparently he went forward 
and fell forward. Mm-hmm. As he fell forward, the mother turned around to try to catch him, but had a knife in her hand. Oh my from god! Cooking. No, no, no! And and Dan cut his throat on the knife. Oh shit! The baby, not yeah. to death. He right, grows right. up. Uh, he cuts his yeah. So cuts his throat on the knife. That could have been way worse. Oh, it could have been death yeah. right there. So the father, um, obviously, you would rush a child to the hospital for this. The father goes, "Nah, we're going to handle this a little differently." Mm-hmm. Held the baby, held Dan over the sink, and washed the cut out and let the baby you know bleed out into the sink and washed it out and then just taped it up wow taped it unbelievable like a what year was this the the 50 no this was like 1949 1950 god and there was doctors around like there was not you know but just that's one of those things that hey i don't care what your beliefs are the baby's throat is cut right take it to someone who can stitch it please i don't care what you believe in if you don't believe in medicine do you know how to stitch no fucking flesh no take it to someone who does you don't need to if you have tape yeah just tape it (laughs) up holds it together too just butterflied it and that was Mm. good so uh, basically, they said that he he would have these rages that would just out of nowhere he'd explode like crazy. Now, one of uh, Dan's daughters later on uh, says one of her for her name's Rebecca. She says one of her first memories of her grandfather, uh, this this crazy person, was she was about four years old. And the grandfather got her attention by throwing a toy at her uh-huh. and it hit her in the head. <laughs> this toy. So she cried in pain, and uh, she said, she told, her mother came in and said what happened, and she told him, and then her grandfather lied about it. Grandfather said, I don't know what happened. She did something to herself, and everyone believed him. (laughs) And she was four, so she's old enough to remember this. No, he threw something at me. Yeah, so that would obviously scare the shit out of a child. You go, wow, my grandfather's not right in the head. She said, uh, "Quote: I just knew as a child to stay away from him." Yeah, was, yeah. I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> like, oh, oh, out of anything he can throw, is reach. Yeah, that's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Now, Ron, who's mm-hmm. the older brother, he has a different relationship. But he gets really upset at his father for all of this. Most of the kids just kind of take it yeah. and hole up and you know kind of try to shelter together yeah. uh whereas he has a different thing he gets he gets really mad uh ron at one time said quote i saw him get mad talking about his father fighting with his mother mm-hmm. he says i saw him get mad and bloody her face bloody her nose i used to go in my room and curse god for giving me that little piece for giving me that piece of shit for a father <laughs> i shook my fist at god but i was just too little <laughs> if he was bigger god would have listened is what he said six year old screaming piece he's of a piece shit. of shit you piece of shit father <laughs> by the way he's got a great uh theory on cursing later that's fantastic <laughs> it's fucking wonderful so ron also says quote i wanted to kill my father yeah. uh, every time i saw him hit my mother which fair yeah I, I can understand that he says that uh also ron was a frequent target he got it he got the shit beaten out of him from his dad a lot because he was an older boy yeah. so he would get he would take it out on him the dog's gone yeah already beat up the mom who's left all right here's my older older son let me punch him there is nothing worse than that scream man yeah a, a oh, woman's fucking horrible when she's no, scared it's, it's awful it's fucking especially your mother so right. once uh one time he says his father struck him out of nowhere just punched him for no reason because mm. he was angry at something else and uh uh he said apparently punched him for no reason and then when the kid was on the ground uh his father like stood over him and pointed at the mother and said she's she's mine what? Ron was 10 years old. What, what, I don't know what that meant. He had a reverse Oedipal thing. I don't know uh, 
where I don't reverse Oedipus is a weird thing. I never heard of that before. Where's the father explained? wanting to kill the yeah. son to not so they don't fuck the mother. That's oh. a that's a really. Or just explaining to him, this is what I get to do to her. I guess so. Fuck. I don't know what it is. Uh, so uh, old Watson here, that's the father, by the way. Uh, Watson here, he, he. I mean, imagine growing up under this. Yeah. And then on top of this, he would scream crazy religious things all the time. He was like Ugh. a very fervently religious. So you add that in with this fear of just uh, an eruption at any time something's going to come and then he, he might scream at you about God or yeah. who the shit knows. Was uh, it, that either forces you to be extreme one way or the other, yeah. right? It oh, doesn't yeah, yeah. make you go right up the middle with no, it. No, no, One of the kids, a couple of the kids are going to be hippies. Yeah, uh, you know, for they're, sure. They're going to like live in Portland and the daughter's going to be like a lesbian <laughs> right. and like smoke weed Stop and be like, her listen, I'm just yeah. trying to help the homeless and yeah. like that's it. And then the rest of the kids are going to be pastors and who knows. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, though. It's wild. So that's how that's how it goes with extreme mm-hmm. raising a kid extreme in any direction. So he taught the kids most of all and above all. Mm-hmm. Watson told, taught his children to distrust not only conventional medicine, but above that, God damn it, the federal government. Mm-hmm. You hate those bastards no matter mm-hmm. what. So uh, <laughs> one time, this is how religious he is. Okay, the father. One of his sons shot himself accidentally in the stomach with an arrow. Oh my. What? An arrow. Like a bow and arrow. He shot it backward? How yeah, do you I do think that? if you're trying to. got it the wrong way, Junior. Stretch it. I don't know what he did. <laughs> shot himself in the stomach with an that arrow. That seems like the easiest weapon to operate. To not. If you were going <laughs> to commit suicide, yeah. it wouldn't be. That one would be I'm going to get a bow and yeah. push it down with my foot. There's probably very little bow suicides. <laughs> bow and arrow suicides. You really got to try. You got to want it. That's yeah. creative. Yeah. Like, I feel like detectives would walk in and go, well, I think he did it himself. Wow. <laughs> one for the books. We got to put this in the yearbook. If I'm a detective and I walk in, somebody's got an I'm arrow impressed. in them, I'm looking for. No suicide. Th- there's no way he did yeah. that to himself. No fucking way. How the fuck did he do that? I don't know, but he shot himself in the stomach with an arrow, and uh, he needed medical attention, mm-hmm. obviously, and uh, this is one of the rare times where he would get it, because the guy had a fucking arrow sticking out of his stomach. <laughs> the father told him, not now, though. I'm not going to take you now. You're going to have to kind of ride this one out till the morning, because that's that's your, that's your that's your punishment for breaking the Sabbath. He shouldn't have been out there fucking around on the Sabbath what? anyway. So, as punishment for that, you can wait till morning with the arrow in your you stomach. You on Monday. Night. Wow! <laughs> Get in your drawer. Yeah, with the arrow, they couldn't right. even close the drawer that night. Jimmy, the arrow <laughs> was sticking out, just sawed down. So Ron and Dan became really tight yeah. in this mess, as kids often do, mm-hmm. just to have someone else to right. be close to and to confide in. It's a roller coaster, buddy. Yeah, you need to, in times of shit, you you hole up mm-hmm. with people. So they became best friends, even despite their seven year age gap. Right. Uh, they were uh, both known for uh, well, fights they got into all the time, oh, yeah. and uh, they were both very aggressive uh, physically and shit like that. They uh, they grew up kind of like the town was a like we said, it's the footloose town. Yeah. And imagine it actually in the in the fifties. Right. It was. So actually the footloose yeah, town. it was actually the footloose town and they they, they like, it was very much like described like Andy Griffith mm-hmm. like they their favorite fishing hole oh, they went boy. to all the time uh, Dan and his you know Dan and Ron and their four brothers would fish at the lake in the summer and then they'd skate on it when it would you know when it would freeze in the winter and they'd go into the woods and make forts and you know do normal kid shit uh, Dan uh, felt always that Ron was kind of 
he was kind of lording over him all the time because he's his older brother. Yeah. So he's like, he always felt like he had his older brother telling him what to do, mm-hmm. you know, directing him and shit like that. Um, but he says that he didn't mind it so much. One time he said, Dan says that some bullies gave him some shit, mm-hmm. um, not physical shit, but they were picking on him. And what ended up happening, Ron ended up showing up and beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> a hero. Yeah. yeah. He was seven years older. Yeah. So he's like, if you're 17 and there's a bunch of 10 year olds, we discussed this on <laughs> yeah. crime and sports. I could kick the shit out of just an incalculable number of 10 year olds. I could just, One at a time, you could send them in waves. You send them in waves. Yeah. I'll kick them off my legs if they hold. What are they going to do? As an adult person, I, I will drink a beer while I do it. I can just spin around with a fist and just <laughs> yeah. they go flying. It doesn't even matter. You don't even have to know how to fight. You could do anything. So uh, rather weak. Yeah, seventeen. You're like yeah, pow, pow. The target practice if you get to punch kids there. So uh, uh, Dan says about this: uh, uh, when you grow up, I'm sorry. Uh, this is uh, Watson Jr. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had to name a junior. This is the oldest son. There's one in there. When you grow up in a family where dad gives you a licking the other siblings console the one who got the licking and then you compare bruises and kind of look out out for each other that way is that how it works apparently so if you have a lot of siblings i never had a lot of siblings um so they said the father was a product of the great depression so he was that's a tough era to grow up in in the especially in the west you know in the great depression is there a lot of wife punching in the face in the great depression well yeah back in the day people just that was just normal to to yeah. Bloody your wife's face. It's crazy. Uh, he lost his mother when he was five okay. to the 1918 influenza okay. uh, deal here. So uh, uh, she says that uh, the one brother says, quote, I don't think he got a lot of nurturing the father. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. probably not. <laughs> Times are tough. Right. If you're, you know, what uh, do you need a hug? I got to get fucking beans and rice. Yeah, tonight. He's born in 1913. <laughs> I mean, that's a, those are tough times, man. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Finally, Ron had had enough by the time he turned 17. Uh, he 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 had had it. Uh, Ron apparently uh, uh, Ron apparently had gone out early to help a man in the neighborhood bring in his hay. Okay. Very important yeah. to bring in the hay crop. Right. You know, the, you can't let the hay crop sit in the field. No. You know how it goes. Uh, he returned home later that morning, and he was taking a nap on the couch when one of his brothers called him to come pluck some some chickens. And so Ron was really tired because he woke up at dawn to carry hay, right. and he said he wasn't plucking any chickens. So here comes Dad. Uh, he's not happy at all. He punches Ron, and Ron this time uh fights back he's oh. 17 he's had enough yeah and he decides this time he starts swinging on his dad yeah and at that i've been practicing on 10 year olds i'm in let's go let's do this yeah i've been t- fucking target practice right. on those guys so at that point he starts punching his father back ron says that his father quote uh was quote running off like a little bitch crying mother mother <laughs> That's what he said. I like this kid. Apparently, <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. What have we said about he's my kind of guy? Let's not go God there. God damn it. Let's hold off on that. All right. Just give me 20 minutes and you're going to go, oh, what a terrible man. I just now, like that he fought back no, and he's great. saying great phrases. That's terrific. Amazing yeah. sentence. Run away like a little bitch. <laughs> Take that, dad. Crying mother, mother. Yeah. Where's that in the scripture, fucker? So Ron says after that, never had another problem with his dad again. His dad never gave him a drop of shit from then on because he had nothing to back it up with. He knew that Ron would fight back and then that was the end of it. So uh, he said that that gave him a new confidence. He felt like he overcame his 
his fucking demon. This right. was like the thing that haunted him his whole life. The thing this that was held the, him down the, every single day. The boogie monster in his closet right. where he couldn't sleep every day. He finally opened it up and just dragged him out and set him on fire. <laughs> Burned him alive. He opened the door, kicked yeah. it in the balls and said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. You little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he goes at that point, he goes on his mission. Mm-hmm. Is there LDS? He goes on his LDS mission. Ron does. Uh, he goes to Florida, and he, with this newfound confidence, yeah. we're sending you to the most damned land <laughs> of all. It's pirates and whores and thieves, son. Be he careful. Got off the plane and was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I am overwhelmed." Why are there roosters? <laughs> is his first question. Why are there roosters Those running around? Need plucking. What's going on here? Yeah, he's trying to pluck them. People are like, no, no, it's not what we do here. Those are just friendly. No. Oh shit! I've been beating them and plucking them that's all i know how to do so he apparently with this newfound confidence from beating the shit out of his dad yeah. it served him well uh-huh. he goes to florida and like he's like recruiting people left and right during his mission really? i mean he's like the top recruiter over there he is salesman number one uh-huh. he's gonna win the steak knives yeah. like he fucking <laughs> is winning the set of steak knives he's sailboat in he's, the bottle he's done it man uh so when he gets back home he's done so well that they're he starts like moving up in the church he's like a he's like a superstar coming home in the church like awesome. oh here he is with 26 conversions <laughs> first guest of the night on the moses show once again for the <laughs> Once again, for the desert noises, everybody, give it up for them coming out tonight. The most conversions in the state of Florida, and God knows we need it. They need it the most, everybody. It's Ron Lafferty. Come on out, Ron. Hey, how you doing? Invited to the couch and everything. Oh, my first, my first time, and I'm invited to the couch. Wow. It's impressive. Before that, he did like a chicken plucking right. expo, like as you would do. And they were like, we'll see you around next time. No couch? Not no, this time? Shit. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Oh, good one, guys. Yeah. So he does that. He, he assumes a leadership positions in the church. Uh, uh, I don't know what any of this means, yeah. but including three LDS biz, biz hoprics. Oh, I don't know what I that think is. those are Cy Young by Shoprics. Yeah. I don't know what that's that is. Been. I think, yeah, it's yeah. Like, a, like an MVP award. Right. Yeah. He had a couple of those. That's not bad. It's a batting title. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. A couple of golden gloves. I mean, well, his conversion rate was like, it was like three Oh six, which is really good. If you think about it, I mean, it doesn't, you know, a lot of guys are hitting in, the, in like the 220s on right. their conversion rate. It's not good. Pretty impressive this what guy, he did. Yeah, he'll squeak out an extra <laughs> bouncer up the middle every once in a while and up to his average. So uh, his father here, obviously, uh, his father also made Dan a nut, too. Uh, he says that they're, they're, uh, they're her, her, uh, Dan's son, Rebecca, or Dan's daughter, Rebecca. Jesus God. Christ almighty. Dan's son, Rebecca. Dan's That's son's father. Wow. Am, wow. Uh, she says that the, the father, the grandfather made her father, Dan, a little wacky. She said about her father, Dan, quote, he's come to believe that life is hard and that God wants you to teach. Uh, God wants to teach you through pain and punishment. That's his father's mentality. That's how his father raised him. So. Fucking word. I would say so. Now, uh, Ron. I don't want to learn. <laughs> no, this sounds awful. You learn by getting punched. Right. Now, later on here. <laughs> you want to learn? This is going to hurt. It's All right. Buckle up. Hold on. Let me roll my sleeves up. 
Wait, I don't want to get blood on my sleeve. <laughs> now, Ron Lafferty, the son of the older one, he served on Highlands First City uh, Council when it's a town in Utah mm-hmm. here, was incorporated in 1977. He served on their First City Council. Awesome. And uh, what did he do? How did he choose to use that power? He led a successful drive to outlaw beer sales in the town's only grocery store. You asshole. Yeah. So uh, that's... Damn it. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. The it's my uh, job to take away the now, fun. Now people have to drive an hour to buy beer. Right. Thanks, dick. Uh. Um, yeah. So, Jesus Christ. He he was a clean-cut, all-American guy. In the mornings, he'd milk the cows and go do the things with the farm. And he gets married and has uh, children. He has horses and goats and chickens. And he's doing just, I mean thriving he's a mormon thriving uh dan is also you know he has a family of his own Mm -hmm. uh ron will end up having six children with his wife yeah not too shabby now dan he's weird Mm -hmm. uh right from the beginning really uh dan instead of buying baby food want to guess what dan does for his babies for babies oh boy does he make it oh you could say that yeah (laughs) he chews the food into a mush and then spits it into the mouths of his children. Baby birds as kids. Like a bird. That's gross. Or, yes, like That's that not crazy okay. SNL sketch. No. Which Jesus is one God. of the most nauseating That's things That's so all gross. Time. Yeah. Uh, what actress does that? There's an actress that does that, and I can't remember who it was. Is, uh, God is it, damn is it. Is it the girl from Bridesmaids? No, I it's don't not. remember. Is it older than that? I don't remember. Some actress yeah. in the last 10 years came out saying that's how they feed their kids, too. And I was like, whoa. Oh. It's creepy. Um uh, was it was it uh, that I don't Kristen remember. Bell chick? Did she do it? No, no, no. I can see her doing that. Yeah, but they wouldn't give her a Walmart commercial. No, if they she wouldn't. was doing weird <laughs> shit like that. People would be like, "Is that the chick that <laughs> chews her food up and spits in her kids' mouths?" I'm not buying fucking my shitty inflatable yard pool from there anymore. <laughs> right. No, not happening. I can see her doing that. Yeah. She does it and doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> Behind closed doors. <laughs> Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Dax, turn around. <laughs> Turn around, Dax. Leave the room. Two of those but, weirdos. But, but why? I, don't, I, don't. I, have, I have to do this. I'm doing something. It's very important. I care about the health of our child. All right. I, I guess. I need I don't him know. to have sweet face. I'll go make my podcast, I guess. I don't know. Fuck it. That's why he's in Not enough room. that I'm on television and movies. <laughs> right. I think I'll invade this space where people are. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Dax. Thanks, Dix. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> That is a great point. Thanks. What you have fuck? enough. Right. You have enough. Don't use this quarantine yeah. to get in here. Hey, Conan O'Brien. You know, you also, you've been, you've been on television for 27 fucking years. That's not enough for you? That's not enough for you. Why don't you make five podcasts, too, you fucking red-haired douchebag? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I and I like friends. Conan. No, you don't. No. You have money. You have fuck money. You. you have friends. And more than that, you have 27 years of television show that you've done, you fucking bastard. And I like the guy. <laughs> but get out. God damn it. Get out. Let us have this. All of you, out. I'm sorry. If you have been on a television series in the last, say, I don't know, 24 months, you're not allowed to have a podcast. If you've appeared in a movie and had more than one speaking line in the last five years, you're not allowed to have a fucking podcast. (laughs) Go away. Uh, me and my girlfriend were famous, and we're uh, gonna stay in, and we're just gonna make a podcast. Yeah, we'll just put it on the internet. Yay! We'll, we'll get paid. Too. Terrific! God damn it! Look at you, fucking <laughs> bastards! All right, so we want to compete. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> we look at it. We'll be in like the top twenty-five in right. comedy, and you're like. And then, uh, 
Every, if anybody on that list checks, they might, must be like, who the fuck are those two idiots? Why are they doing Who this? are those two? <laughs> TV show, TV show, movie star, movie star, TV show. Two assholes. Who are they? <laughs> what are they? They're probably ganging up to get us out of there. They don't belong. They're in the VIP room and they shouldn't be. Who do you know with an IMDb yeah. page? Let's Bastards. make them do a podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And every fucking week, there's six more. Oh, there's six more. Uh, Everybody's, it's, fuckers. leave us alone. We Go climb, away. and then you have brand new shows, and we push down yeah, because of you. Because of you. So, <laughs> give us reviews and tell your friends to compete with movie stars. Thank you, everybody. That's why we ask you, please do that, because right. we don't. We can't just go, hey, everybody. I hey, put out a tweet to my 400,000 like, followers. Hey, my 1.5 million Instagram followers. Right. I'm starting a podcast because I just felt like it, because I'm bored. No. This sounds so fun. Isn't it fun? <laughs> so, back to the Lafferty's. <coughs> oh, man. Uh, so, spoiler alert, fucking spoiled-ass celebrities. This shit's a nightmare. It's, yeah. It's hard. Luck. Yeah. Well, not for them, because they have staffs right. and shit. They and they just people to do it. They just sit and record, and they go, that was fun. And then someone else edits it and puts it all... <laughs> That's me. That was so fun. <laughs> I just had my famous. Jimmy, you're like a celebrity. Over. You come over and just sit right down and I'll record. Have a good one. I gotta go, Jay. I gotta go. Have a good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he uh, anyway, Dan, Dan Lafferty here. He's chewing food into mush and spitting it, regurgitating it into his child's mouth. He also later refuses to pay taxes. Oh. <laughs> Or Dan refuses to pay taxes because he believes he's above the laws of man. (laughs) Not only that, not only taxes, he refuses to obey traffic laws. (laughs) He's... I am above the traffic laws. What? I will not pay federal taxes or stop at that corner because I don't believe in it. Okay. Now, <laughs> I can in, get on board with that part. Yeah, it's, it's, I do that's hate fine. traffic laws. <laughs> uh, in 1982, Dan is excommunicated from the church. For what? The LDS church excommunicates him for, well, <laughs> I was trying to think of what you, what would get you excommunicated. And then I read what he did and I went, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, trying to take his 14-year-old stepdaughter as a second wife. No, you can't do that. You can't no. do that. You can't make your stepdaughter a sister wife. No. That ain't right. Move to Arizona City, you'll be all right. Yeah, not in <laughs> nowhere, not within 30 minutes of Salt Lake City. You no. can't do this shit. I'm sorry. Not within 30 minutes of where the Olympics are going to happen and eventually. It's not, not going to work. So this is in 1982 this happens. So, uh, you know, Dan's 34 years old. Oh, God, James. He Uh, decides, I'd like to take my 14-year-old daughter as a second wife. Stepdaughter. Uh, Stepdaughter, yeah, not daughter. Let's you know that he for sure consummated Oh, I'm sure he did. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So uh, he told his brothers, (laughs) Jesus Christ, Dan tells his brothers that uh, us, Uh me, you, you, couple of the brothers, not all of them. Alan isn't into this at all. We'll talk about that. They have a brother named Alan who's a little like, I think they're a little fucking nuts. I'm going to hang out over here with yeah. my family mm-hmm. and uh, not deal with this shit going on here. Yeah. So uh, Dan and tells his brothers, listen, all of us are the true leaders of God's church. This is what nobody understands. Yeah. Everybody's out there and they're talking. They go to church every Sunday. They don't realize that it's, they should be talking to us, mm. talking to the wrong fucking people. Uh, not only that, they believed him. Uh, too. They were like, really? He's like, I'm telling you guys. <laughs> sounds awesome. I was told this. And yeah. he, they're like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Damn. All right. So they let their beards and hair grow long to mimic biblical prophets. Yeah. That was their their uh, angle here. No, so <laughs> this is wow. Uh, the six of these boys, they they now only hang out with each other, mm-hmm. the brothers, because 
you know. Fuck everybody else. Well, who else are you going to hang out with and go, what are you going to talk about? What have you been up to? Well, tell you what. Did you know that we're the true leaders of God's church? My brother said so. Me and my brothers. Yeah. Yeah. This is the true leaders. It's weird how it all came out of one family and everything, but (laughs) my dad's got some golden testes, you see. (laughs) When he fires out a load, it makes profits. Except for my one sister. She lives in Portland. I don't know. She's got hairy armpits now and shit, but we just don't talk about her. <laughs> she don't even come for Christmas. Isn't oh, oh, boy. So uh, they just do that. Uh, basically, what they would do is complain about the LDS church being, being not, you know. Not strict enough. Not strict enough. Yeah. I mean, these people, they're. Right. It's. it's Look at them. They're going to let people dance now soon. What's going to happen here? Because this is right after, you have to understand, 1980 is when they outlawed polygamy, officially, the church. So up until then, people are just doing it. Polygamy was technically legal in the church. And also, it wasn't until 1978 that they decided that black people weren't uh, terrible, cursed cursed people. That was when they started to say, you know what, maybe that whole... (laughs) sliding scale based on skin tone thing right maybe we're a little off on that you know what because we looked at it and there's a shitload of dark people that we could recruit and there's a shitload of money in those pockets what i'm saying is 10 percent, 10 percent. i'm saying carl malone's got a lot I mean, of tithing that's what i mean if you look at it i mean his contract yeah. boy I, I, i'd love to have some tithing out of carl malone I'm, I'm gonna get guys i'm gonna get tithing out of him boy i'll tell you what so, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they're they're looking for Carl Malone's tithing. Uh, they they were basically, they would argue about the church, not argue, but talk about the church and about how bad the U.S. government was, yeah. too. Hated the government, hated the church. Ah, that damn light Both stays red too long. Well, it was literally the church and the nineteen early 1980s Ronald Reagan hardcore conservative movement neither of those were conservative enough for them they were both like listen that's a little you guys are still weak bunch of pussies bunch of pussies <laughs> uh, now Ron's wife decided that he that she did not want to practice polygamy yeah. and so that's what I mean the church was reforming and these guys were like pussies don't give in you're giving in right you know this would be like people who are like the Catholics are letting people eat meat on Fridays right. I'm done I'm done it's the government and the goddamn that's IRS that's taking our money and next thing telling you know, us how to live next thing you know they're going to be taxing our fish fry I'm not doing it <laughs> so Ron's wife said in addition to Dan's wife who said you're not allowed to marry my daughter right. as well uh, but they stayed together Ron's wife refused to practice polygamy even though he wanted to and ended up leaving him good uh leaves him now this is great for her takes their six children uh they divorce in early 1984 she takes all six kids and gets out of there goes to florida to get away from him (laughs) he'll never come here again you either go uh, extreme one way or fucking super extreme the other way but that's like he'll never come here right it's a, Do you notice that always uh, polygamy is uh, dudes with a bunch of wives? It's yeah. never a chick with a bunch of husbands. No. <laughs> Chick's like, what do I want a bunch of husbands I, for? I want that shit you know for. how long it takes to train one? <laughs> Forget about it. I just got him where I want him. I'm going to bring more in now. And he's the war is going to come in, filling them their heads with tales of freedom and things that are happening on the outside. It's going to ruin all the work I did with the first one. It's going to take me forever. If right. you get five of them together... Never they're, mind. They're going to sit around talking about how they can just do this with five yeah. other women. So, I mean, if we get six, they're just going to play three on three basketball all day, and I'm not going to get shit out of shit done. So one. <laughs> Whereas men are like, what if I had a bunch of women to to be disappointed with me sexually? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> I can get eight of them and they can all talk about how shitty I am in bed and how little my dick is. <laughs> Man. So what Ron does is he says, all right, here we're, what we're going to do. This is ridiculous. My wife left. Polygamy's bad. Everyone's frowning on this. We're going to do this ourselves. Me, I'm the leader. Me and my brothers, new new sect yeah. new sect polygamy's legal not yeah. only legal encouraged <laughs> <laughs> polygamy Cheer number left. one yeah. they gave out foam fingers when you join said polygamy number one on it and uh they called themselves the school of Pro- the school of the prophets okay and nine this was in 1984 and they claimed that they received messages directly from god oh, at this point one of those messages now uh one of those messages his wife diana left now part of the one of the reasons why she left was she received encouragement from their younger brother alan oh they have a younger brother alan who's 22 in 1984 having none of their 25 and his wife brenda is thinks that they're all crazy and <laughs> knows Alan, that they're yeah. all crazy now alan is on the periphery of this too alan's like with his wife like i know they're fucking crazy they're my brothers i gotta go hang out with them and talk about the church and the government right. for a while the but polygamy thinks that's I'll, cool i'll come home and tell you how crazy they are don't worry i'm not getting any other wives <laughs> she was like you are not doing these like all right i know i know i, I know it, I i'm it. not doing it i understand think or understood i get it but i gotta go hang out with my brothers i have to it's a thing i'm sorry it's a thing Hey, everybody, just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about a sponsor that can keep you safe, yeah. Simply Safe. SimplySafe.com, S-I-M-P-L-I-Safe.com. Absolutely. Did you know that according to FBI property crime data, most home break-ins happen in broad daylight? Oh, my. Is that yeah. right? So as the days are getting longer this spring, yeah. you want to protect your home with Simply Safe. It's the award-winning home security system that Jimmy and I both use yeah. to protect our homes, our studios, customers, and experts. Everybody is in agreement about one thing, and that Simply Safe is awesome. And you install your system your way. It's easy to do it yourself. Even we did it, so you can do it. Uh, or you can get their professionals to do it for you. You can test it out with absolutely no risk to you with Simply Safe's 60-day risk-free trial. You don't love it? Return. Turn it for a full refund. You bet. So protect your home today. Our listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for fast protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash small. That's simply safe, S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash small. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Now back to the show. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person, and I appreciate you, and I know exactly what you like, all at the same time. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. A gifting moment is always around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Gift easy with Gift Mode on Etsy. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So uh, apparently, uh, Brenda, who was Alan's wife, helped Ron's wife run away to Florida. Uh, she uh, she was given also. Now that she helped her, like Brenda helped her. No, Brenda helped her like emotionally. Like you oh, should okay. do it. You should yeah, do it. You yeah, should do it. Right. I'll help you. It's you're not doing anything wrong. You're not going against God. Yeah. Not doing any of this shit. You're fixing your life. That shit's crazy. Go the fuck to Florida. That's the thing. So also, a man named Richard W. Stowe and. Chloe Lowe are two other people who Stone helped. Stowe and Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they were Stowe was the was a stake president in the Mormon Church, and she drew he drew on the church for resources to give Ron's wife food yeah. and money after she left, Good and to man. hide her. Yeah. Basically, they hid her wow. because they know that he, he left the church railing against them. They think he's a nut. Yeah. So if people want to get away from that crazy sect, they're happy to help them get away from Beautiful. it. So they do. Uh, they they drew on the sort resources. To of the church to give her money and shit like that and chloe Lowe, who is the wife of a mormon bishop uh bishop counseled her and took her in their home for a short time to hide her and then they gave her the resources to go to florida so nice yeah he he's not happy with this at all uh and he also said ron got a message from god (laughs) right around the time his wife left yeah Uh, oh no his message from God said that uh, his wife, there's a reason why she did this, and now it makes sense. Yeah. His wife that left him, she was a bride of Satan in a previous life. Of course. So, yeah. I mean, when that happens. That sounds right. This is what I mean. You have to know who you're marrying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. we watch a glove after lockup yeah. and a 90 day fiance. You don't know who you're marrying. No. They could be a bride of Satan in a previous life. It you don't a know this. It takes lifetime to understand who they are today. Yeah, to now. Forget about It's hard what about to your previous that out. Yeah, yeah, you could be a bride of Satan. Right. You could be a. Gotta uh, you wait know. and rely on that God to yeah. tell you. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's anything, anything's possible. Now you tell me. Now you Jesus. Jesus. Thanks, God. It would have been nice to tell me he before. He shook his I fist married. more. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks a lot. Thanks for my shitty father and my bride of satan wife why do i even do this why do i bother maybe my father wasn't the piece of shit maybe it's you maybe you did this so uh in an in another message uh he said he was told i got oh boy by god Uh uh-huh that uh, four people caused his whole, all of his problems, Ron says. Yeah. Okay? Uh, they caused his excommunication. They caused his divorce yeah. and everything like that. Uh, the first one and most important being Alan's wife, Brenda. Of course. Fuck Brenda, yeah. number one. She's a real bitch. And their 15-month-old daughter, Erica, what? is also involved in this plot. She, yeah. She can't even talk. Alan and Brenda's mom, you know what? Yeah. She's apparently... <laughs> According according to the word of God. Now, this, like I said, this isn't coming from me, Jimmy. This is, it's the word of God. Who am I to dispute it? Uh, They said uh, he believed that she would grow up to be, quote, just as despicable as her mother as well. Mm -hmm. So basically, Brenda 
just had like another one in line, like a whack-a-mole. Yeah. Like if Brenda left, then her daughter would grow up and do the same thing, just like ruin his life. Because, she'll be a bitch, then she'll have a daughter. She'll be a bitch. And it's just going to be a, a this just bitch parade. Shitting it's on me. Shitting and bitching, all of them. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. He spent his days and nights at an old home in Orem, and uh, they called it The Farm yeah. at this home, and he would be writing uh, what he believed would one day be read as scripture. Uh, He's writing the scripture a now. manifesto. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. otherwise known <laughs> right. as a, a nutbag manifesto, manifesto right. with the word God sprinkled right. literally in through it. That's all that is. That's all that is. That's what you are. If yeah. you're starting your own sect based on words you've heard from God, yeah. that's all your, it's a manifesto. And you have to author a, <clears throat> a pamphlet that is thick. Yeah. That's called a manifesto. To explain right. your position, that has a name. Yeah. It is called a manifesto. <laughs> so uh, he started to get really mad, though, and he was very much angry uh, about the people who caused his divorce. Number one, like I said, was Brenda. Yeah. Number two was, uh, and her daughter, obviously, Brenda and Erica. The kid was, uh. you know, you know what was going on. Also, Chloe Lowe, the LDS Relief Society president who helped took his wife in and then helped her get to Florida, as well as Richard Stowe. Yeah, Stowe and Lowe. Stowe and Lowe, gotta go. (laughs) The Highland LDS stake president who presided over, that he presided also over Ron's excommunication. Really? So he kicked him out of the church and then helped his wife and six kids leave him. So Ron is fucking double pissed at him. Stowe is ruining lives left and right. Totally. It's a bad Uh, man. And of course, like we said, Brenda Lafferty, the wife of Alan. So, now, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, Brenda, Brenda's doesn't fit into this clan. That's no. the thing about Brenda. Brenda sounds like a very normal woman. Mm-hmm. Brenda is, uh, she's a former beauty queen, uh, former beauty queen in high school. Uh-huh. So she did things like that. She's, yeah. you know, just aware of herself. She's a college graduate. Yeah. She wasn't, you know, just getting married at 18 and started having Hot kids. And smart. She's going having kids. Yeah. Uh, she had a lot of confidence yeah. being a beauty queen and a college graduate. Yeah. Being smart and pretty gives you confidence. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. If you're smart and good looking, you tend to be confident. Right. It's weird. So, yeah. She, she had enough, confidence. Dumb and ugly like me is no way to it go doesn't, yeah, It doesn't work at all. We just shout out crazy things that no one cares about. But if she says something, people go, she might be right. Tell me more, She's pretty girl. pretty end. That sounded pretty smart. Where'd you graduate? <laughs> Shit. I didn't go to college. So she would actually say things things when things were crazy mm-hmm. she'd be like listen your brothers are fucking nuts right this is ridiculous yep. you know like any other normal human being would <laughs> yeah. like imagine any of you out there if you're if you're a man and you're married imagine telling your wife any of the things that, that these guys have just said what would she say to you propose that to your wife that's and what that's brenda how said you're gonna live yeah if your wife has the same thing as brenda's uh, response Congratulations, you that's, picked a good one. That's <laughs> it. So Brenda, eventually here now, after she helped the wife leave yeah. and everything, she stops Alan from joining the School of Prophets. Oh, no. He's not allowed to join. My wife said, no, guys, I can't go. I picture him like kicking the dirt in yeah. front of him. Like, my wife said, no, can't come she out. She said, I can't have I got to be in by like eight, yeah. so I'm going to go now. She's more strict than you guys are. Yeah, it's super weird. That's why I like it there. It's good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Ron, of course, very angry at this. I mean, Jesus Christ, this woman drove the wife away. Now the brother's not allowed. She's breaking up the brothers and the family. This is ridiculous. So March of 1984, (laughs) Ron sits down with a yellow legal pad and writes down his one of his scriptures. This is what uh, will be known as the removal revelation. Okay, Uh, this is he he told his brothers about this and everything after on on the other people, because they've started to recruit other weirdos too Mm -hmm. into the school of the prophets. 
uh, drifters. Literally, they'll yeah, find drifters and be like, nice beard. Do you want right. to join? This is Joe Exotic Church. It's what it is, man. <laughs> so, whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the, this is the, this is what it says. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to you. <clears throat> Let's yeah. get to this. Thus saith the Lord oh boy. unto my servants and prophets. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see what I mean? He's yeah. pious as fuck. <laughs> it is my will and commandment that ye remove the following individuals in order that my work might go forward. Oh boy. For they have truly become obstacles in my path and I and will not allow my and I will not allow my work to be stopped. First, thy brother's wife Brenda. <laughs> First, that is bitcheth Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, thou bitch. What the f- He gave forth a, a, a first hit, a hit list. Thy brother's wife, Brenda. There's never been a thy in a hit list no. before, though, I don't think. And her baby. <laughs> then Chloe Lowe and then Richard Stowe. And it is my will that they be removed in rapid succession. Mm. That's what he that's what he said. And he called that a divine plan. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. That is neither divine nor a plan. There's First. no plan in that at all. That's just what? Kill him fast. Thou bitch, Brenda. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Thy mouth on her. <laughs> this guy. What an asshole. Uh, so he said this would, you know, other. he needed Alan. It was yeah. part of the part of the divine prophecy is that they needed all six brothers. And if this woman is going to pull Alan out of it. What are we what supposed are we to do? We got five. What are we supposed to do? Deny God? Uh, what the fuck do I look like? Five-sided star is ugly. We need a six. I don't deny God. No. That's what I'm getting at here. So uh, that's what he says. I'm uh-huh. not doing it. So July 24th, 1984, uh, Ron and Dan, uh, they set out in a battered green station wagon. It's a 1974 piece of shit. Hell yeah. Uh, they they roll out <laughs> yeah. in this. This is an 84, but yeah. it's still battered. Uh, they are driving to Alan and Brenda's house in American Fork. It's a duplex attached to another house. They have with them, uh, well, first of all, they have two drifters with them, yeah. because I like to hang out with drifters. Hang out. One is uh, Charles Chip Carnes. Yeah. Uh, he's 23 years old. And then uh, Ricky Knapp of Wichita, Kansas, who's 24 years old. These are literally ones from New Mexico, ones from Kansas, just drifters that wandered into town. Chuck and Ricky. They've talked them into hanging out yeah. with them, and now they're in the car. Uh, oh, they also have some other stuff with them, like a sawed-off shotgun, wow. a thirty thirty Winchester, a uh, two seventy deer rifle, and two pearl-handled knives. My word. They're coming prepared. Yeah. Yeah, that's a gun for everybody. Two seventy takes down elk, babe. Yeah, that's a, a lot of weapon. It's a lot. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's... It's, a little much. So, uh, yeah, these guys, the drifters had started to wander into the school of the prophets mm-hmm. church. And so they're hanging out there. Uh, now, Carnes and Knapp, the two drifters, they stay in the car. The, uh, the when they get to the duplex, the brothers go inside Brenda Lafferty's house. Yeah. OK, uh, now. OK, what they do in there is fucking horrific. Um, um, I'll cut to the chase as quick as possible because it's 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 really fucking bad. Uh, basically, they uh, uh, we'll 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 find tell you what Alan found here. Yeah. Alan arrives home at eight o'clock. Um, you know he's tired, yeah. worked. It's eight o'clock at night. Walks in the front door and it's locked. They never lock their doors, so yeah. he thought that was weird. But who knows? So he used his key. Uh, gets in. There's a, a TV is on and there's a baseball game on on really loud, yeah. which is uh, also abnormal. She doesn't watch baseball, and she doesn't watch baseball. 
baseball. Uh-huh. That's the other thing. She doesn't like it. He turned off the TV and uh, seemed really quiet. He thought nobody was home, but he said, well, maybe Brenda took the baby and went out or something like that. So he said, quote, I turned to go see if maybe she was at the neighbor's and I noticed some blood near the door on a light switch. Oh, Jesus. And then he saw Brenda in the kitchen and she is very much not alive right. and it is just a blood it's a lake of blood yeah. is the best way to describe it that's how it was described in this book uh-huh. um now they uh he calls you know he screams out brenda and she doesn't move uh he said he knelt beside her and put his hand on her shoulder he said i touched her and her body felt cool there was blood on her face and pretty much everywhere so she reached he grabbed the kitchen phone to call the police and call an ambulance or call whoever the fuck you call at this point call 911 uh the phone was on the floor next to his wife he called 911 but there's no dial tone because the cord had been ripped out of the wall so uh he runs down to the bedroom to find that phone and uh when he does that he looks in the oh no he looks in the baby's room and sees Erica also uh motionless in her crib and there's blood there as well so we don't have to get into the details of that uh but he uh yeah so he noticed that uh that also there's blood smeared on the walls. Now he sees it on the doors, on the curtains. He's starting to see all this now. And uh, he runs next door because the phone in the bedroom doesn't work either. Uh-huh. So he runs next door and uh, and uh, says that she, he called the police. And then he called his mother also yeah. to tell them. And uh, the woman, the next door neighbor, said, I could hear this wail come from the phone. I can't even explain it. To talk of, you know, when she was telling people about it. Uh, so... That's what happens there. Yeah. Now, the guys, what they did is, uh, so they killed Chloe and Erica. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. They killed Brenda and Erica. Uh, Brenda, they stabbed 15 times, I okay. believe. And the baby, they cut the baby's throat. That's okay. what happened there. Jesus God. Which is awful. So terrible shit right there. <sighs> so craziness. And what what they say about it later is even fucking crazier. So uh, next... They go over to Chloe Lowe's house. Mm-hmm. She's next on the list. Uh, they find her. They break in. Uh, they break into her home, mm-hmm. and she's not there. No, she's not home. That's it. Not home. Um, so they steal a bunch of shit and leave. She's not there. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, you know, no lives to take. But we got TV. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll take some shit, some jewelry. Uh-huh. So then they're on their way to Richard Stowe's house. Yeah, he's the guy that you know presided over the excommunication. Yeah. Stowe was home at the time. He's using a tractor out front to remove a set of concrete steps with his son. So he's easy pickings. Problem is, the guys, no GPS back then, they missed the turnoff to the house and kept driving. And they were like, they got about a mile down the road and said, oh, shit, it's back that way. Uh Fuck. Nah, fuck it. And they just kept driving. (laughs) (laughs) We missed the turn. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah, fuck it. You know we didn't what? Get her either. I mean, the word of God, blah blah blah. Right. But we did half, half and half. I mean, <laughs> yeah, fifty percent. God's got to be happy with that, right? <laughs> Most people don't listen to him at all. We listen to half. That's pretty good. <laughs> so the cops immediately suspect Alan. Alan's a prime suspect here. Oh, um, it's I the mean, only people dead. It's his it's family. His family. Yeah. It looks like yeah. So it's always that guy. And I, I found them, and oh, I was so right. the phone was ripped out. I right. couldn't call you. It sounds very suspicious. So they grill him all night. I oh. mean, it's which is horrible. Poor bastard. This poor bastard. Exactly. Uh, they assumed he was the murderer. You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Alan though says no. It's not me, but I know who the fuck did it. Uh, Probably my brother. You want to talk to him, the oldest there. Talk to Ron first. And uh, (laughs) so uh, that they they, obviously that's a that's a 
a, 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 a lead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they said that he'd been traveling around the West for the last three months with Dan. And uh, so they put an APB out for the 1974 Impala station wagon. And uh, the police look at it and they say the slayings appeared to be ritualistic, which was, you know, yeah. odd, obviously. And uh, this was uh, very big news when this was announced. Around oh, I here. can imagine. Huge. This was also on Pioneer Day, which right. is a huge Mormon thing. Oh, Jesus. They did it on Pioneer Day. Yeah, it's a giant Mormon and a, thing. A, a kid that isn't even two. Not even two. Ridiculous. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So July 30th, 1984, they find Ron's Impala. Mm-hmm. It's parked out in front of a house in Cheyenne. Wyoming. Mm. So uh, the police gather up. The state police raid the home, hoping to find the Lafferty brothers, but they don't. They are not there. They do arrest Ricky Knapp and Chip Carnes, <laughs> who are the two drifters yep. there. They take them in. Uh, so they get taken in. Uh, they don't find the brothers for almost three more weeks. They finally three weeks. Three weeks. They finally find them uh, August seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. They went to Wendover and then over to Reno, and they were arrested. This is the saddest shit ever. Uh-huh. They were arrested in the casino buffet line. Oh no! At yeah, Circus Circus in Vegas. No, in, in Reno. Reno, Reno Ew. Circus Circus oh. buffet line. God, you know damn what? It. They did you a favor. Yeah, that you didn't eat that fucking right. food because it was probably it horrible. Was blue and. <laughs> Uh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. That's bad food. I am not eating that. Uh, oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Wasn't so, that was a, in Vegas vacation? They were eating buffet, and he goes, give me a little bit of the blue. Yeah, it's the blue, and, and it slaps yellow, it on his plate. And, then, and that was in Vegas. Right. What do you think Reno's nice like? Place. Yeah. <laughs> Reno's like fucking Laughlin yeah. had syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I've, good. I've stayed, I've, <laughs> I've stayed at Circus Circus in Vegas, and the carpet was a different pattern than the, oh, the like no. you know that little bit of carpet that rises up yeah, from yeah, the, yeah. it was a different print than that slice it on the ground why level. did we even do nope. why did we make an effort it's a why bother the other <laughs> that's one, still clean it's not as stinky the <laughs> stuff on the wall we don't have to replace that ah, nobody can walk on that they don't walk on walls I'm going to do it. It's fine for now. Eighty nine ninety five a night. Gross. Jesus Christ. Now Dan when he's arrested mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. He tells the arresting officers, quote, you think I've committed a crime of homicide, but I have not. Oh. He insists after that that he's completely innocent of the crime, but he doesn't deny killing them. Uh-huh. What's his excuse? Uh, how does that happen? He right. says, quote, I was doing God's will, which is not a crime. Oh. Just God's will. God yeah. said, yeah. thy bitch-ass <laughs> wife, Brenda, thy brother's bitch wife, Brenda, musteth die. And I kill. What the fuck is the problem? Stop signs and bitchy wives. They all got to go. Uh, not doing it. <laughs> Throw taxes in there, too. So Ron, also, he's very open about his religious beliefs. He does an interview right away. Uh, the reporters get to him and he says, quote, the prophecies are about to be fulfilled, uh-huh. is what Ron says. Uh, then he also says, Jesus Christ, I think I noted that as a revelation. I think I noted that as a revelation when I was in the school of prophets. Yes. And they said words from God. And he said, yes. And then he said he didn't murder Brenda and the daughter. Uh-huh. He said, quote, why would they execute me? They don't have any grounds. I'm innocent of all those stupid charges. And they said, you've never killed you. You never killed Brenda Lafferty. And he said, no, I never admitted to that. And then he never talks to the press again. Ron. <laughs> Literally 
never talks to the a press again. Told him, ever. Shut the fuck up. Dan certainly likes to yap. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dan will talk to anybody that will talk to him. <laughs> He'll give you any... He doesn't understand... He'll tell you all your crazy shit. That a matter. prophecy just happening uh, versus, like, telling people, go murder these people, and yeah. then that happening... It's a little different. Entirely different. Yeah. <laughs> he just said, I've been told to murder people, then I told people to murder people, right. and that's not a prophecy. It's, not a prophecy. it's just, <laughs> I said to do it. I'm the only one that heard the word of God. You convince homeless drifters to go kill people. That's what you did. So right away, competency is an issue because they want to whatever. Ron and and Dan, uh, they refused appointment of counsel. And so because of that, and they had really weird behavior during their arraignment, they would shout out and curse at the judge and shit like that. So they said, you know, the state's probably going to want to make sure they're competent. So uh, they file a petition for inquiry into their competence and they get a bunch of reports from psychiatrists and psychologists. And um, yeah, uh, now. Wow. Um, Dan, he says this is this is what ends up happening because he, he'll say exactly what happens. Yeah. I mean, he says and this is crazy. He says shortly after noon, he and Ron and the two drifters they'd been traveling with, uh, they drove to the apartment, Alan's apartment. And he said that uh, inside there, he, he found, you know, they found Brent, they found Erica first. And uh, he said, quote, I spoke with her to, to her for a minute. I told her, I'm not sure what this is all about, but apparently it's God will. It's God's will that you leave this world. Perhaps we can talk about it later. Wow. And he said then he uh, he. You know, like we talked about, I don't have to go into it more. He he killed the child. And then he said he calmly walked into the kitchen and used the same knife to kill Brenda. Um, Yeah, he says. He said those words out loud. Yeah, he told told the reporter straight up. Yeah, I told her this, the baby, and, you know, had a conversation with her, and then I murdered her. And I I sent her. Murdered a baby. No Mm. problem. Yeah. Mm -mm. So uh, Stowe and Lowe, they ask him about them, and Dan says, I would have killed them the same way. But once, once the next step didn't happen, I knew it wasn't meant to be, once Chloe wasn't home. Yeah. There wasn't much enthusiasm for it. They just lost their... Lost our drive. Sometimes you just lose your luster. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I've been having fun. But at this point, like, it's over. You know? It's like, it was fun for a while, but I don't know. Not enough enthusiasm for it. Let's go to Circus Circus instead. <laughs> I got enthusiasm for a, a bad buffet, yes. but not murder. That's what it is, man. So, uh... A neighbor here said that her 14-year-old daughter used to babysit Erica three days a week, and she said on the day of the murder, Brenda called and asked for her daughter to babysit. Mm -hmm. And Pace says that she had an uncomfortable feeling and didn't want her daughter to go out that night. And uh, the mother says, quote, she could have been there. The thought had crossed my mind a lot. As a mother, I feel so bad for what Brenda went through, but as a mother, I also feel grateful that my daughter wasn't there. Obviously, because they probably would have killed whoever was there. Oh, boy, would they. God, is this cool? Mm -hmm. All right, and start stabbing. This one, too? Oh, shit. Well, you heard God. (laughs) Oh, you didn't? Well, I did. I did. Don't worry about it. This one matters. So they charge uh, uh, everybody all four of them with two counts of criminal homicide two counts of aggravated burglary and two counts of conspiracy to commit homicide the two drifters plead guilty to lesser charges in exchange for their testimony they're like we don't believe in any of this shit how little time can we spend in prison Uh, because they didn't weren't even in the house when this shit happened they stayed outside the whole time they were in the car they just went along for the ride Uh, so october 1984 is when we start ron's competency journey Uh which is crazy uh you have to by the way listen to the end of this because dan really goes into crazy philosophical shit later on from prison that Uh is bonkers we got to talk about it it's it's crazy funny crazy shit so ron the first assessment occurred uh the trial court said to do it uh because he would claim that uh 
Basically, he refused the appointment of, of counsel because he said that he would claim the state was without jurisdiction to try them because God directed their actions. Right. So obviously you have no... Unless you got God in here. Yeah, so... It's worth it. This is the exchange that happened between him and a judge. Okay? <laughs> this is fucking... He said this to a judge in court. Who's probably LDS. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the judge said, quote, this is a temporal court. In other words, of the people, right. you know, human, whatever, right. earthly yeah. way. It's structured along the lines where people deal with people's problems and as to where truth comes down in that setting that's the way the system is to have the truth come out but it's but it's uh from people uh from so-called witnesses and others who've had some association with or knowledge of the facts that are important so ron says quote so this court's not prepared to deal with matters pertaining to religion and that sort of thing is that what you're saying and the judge said well And then Ron cut him off and he said, or spiritual matters? And the judge said, well, this is not a spiritual court. This is a temporal court. And Ron says, I needed to know that. Thank you. And the judge said, we'll be leaving now. The judge said, I'll proceed with you, Ronald Lafferty, to the information and the five counts, therefore, that have just been presented. Are you prepared at this time to enter a plea? Six counts, excuse me. And Ron says, I guess I'm not, Your Honor, because of the statement that you made, because of the religious overtones and the spiritual overtones in this matter. You mentioned that this court doesn't deal with that sort of thing. So it seems to me, perhaps you don't have jurisdiction here, sir. As a result, I'm not prepared to enter a plea because I don't want to give up my right to challenge the jurisdiction of this court, sir. Uh, So the court says, the judge says, the court will then enter a not guilty plea on your behalf. Thank you. Like, (laughs) what do we even bring him here for? Jesus Christ. So they uh, uh, they also had him examined then and had another hearing. Both of these people. How great is that? Wouldn't it be great to just look at his arms crossed dead in the face and go, you got no jurisdiction. You don't have any jurisdiction. I'm sorry. You're unqualified. Clearly a matter of God. You said it yourself. I didn't say you weren't. This wasn't God's court. You said it. So, hey, what do you want from me? A uh, couple people. One of these uh, doctors testified in his opinion uh, that he tentatively diagnosed Ron with a mental illness as paranoid delusional state. The court concluded that after hearing that, that he was still competent, though. Uh, two physicians examined him again in 19, October 84. They believed he was incompetent. One of the doctors limited his conclusion. Uh, he said that the defendant, quote, may not be competent to proceed with the court process because of his mental illness and then uh both another doctor interviewed him and found him cooperative although one noted that he refused to take any written psychiatric tests so he's like half cooperative Uh, another a dr grossbeck reported that ron was well aware of being charged with murder but refused to accept appointed counsel because he felt that all lawyers are corrupt yeah he said that uh that ron could very quickly and easily outline the functions of the judge attorneys defendant and jury and noted he was fully oriented to time place and person so not crazy is what they're saying. Uh, in addition, he knew he faced the death penalty and insightfully avoided discussing anything incriminating. They said that his intellectual level appeared to be uh, uh, average or above average. Uh, but both doctors thought that he was incompetent due to mental illness. They wrote he suffered from grandiosity and was afflicted with paranoid personality system or disorder, which, yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Or he's just an asshole. Right. Either that or we've <laughs> concluded that he may just be an asshole. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 
perfect. So, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, they uh, they said that he couldn't effectively represent himself and questioned his ability to assist his attorney appointed for him because they want to defend themselves, both brothers, obviously. Next evaluation comes a month later, and uh, this one comes not from the court's directive. This comes from the prison because he attacked a guard, uh-huh. and the guard requested that he get a competency exam to see if he should be even in the prison. Uh, apparently, the, def- uh, the, the guard said that Ron seemed, quote, physically out of control and did not appear to be mentally in control of his faculties at the time of the attack. Apparently, he just went on like a berserker attack on him here. So a team of doctors, including a clinical and a forensic psychologist and three physicians, examined him for 22 days. That must have been a trip. Yeah. Imagine having that guy behind glass like a fucking <laughs> experiment for 22 days. Ask him this. He's like cr- breathing holes. In See a- what he says about this. I just want to play with him. So, uh, uh, yeah. The 22 days. 22 days. Jesus Christ. So uh, they found him incompetent uh, there. And uh, uh, but then in November, he was found competent again. They keep going back and forth whenever they. they... How long was the one in November, though? Because if it's 22 days and that deems you as incompetent. Any other test? Look, we had him for tw- almost yeah. a month. Well, that's what they say. They say that the November exam, which was more thorough, would get rid of the uh, the October exam. That the one that said he was competent. This one says he's not competent. So they said they said that during the exam, his limited willingness to participate in formal psychological testing was noted. His paranoid traits were also recognized, along with his fundamentalist religious beliefs and fervent interest in strict interpretation of constitutional law. What a dick this guy is. God, he's, he's one of those nightmare. people. Fuck, I swear to Christ, if he was out of jail right now, he'd yeah. be like a Tea Party Congress member. It's <laughs> that's the exact fucking thing. And I'm not, not making a political he judgment. Those hard. guys are yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. If you don't think they're crazy, you're you wouldn't be listening to the show if you didn't think they were crazy. You're in too normal. Right. You're too just normal to think that Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ goddamn constitution your confederate flag and yeah your, we and all like don't the con- tread on me flag constitution's great but <laughs> yeah calm the fuck down is what we're getting at so uh he's yeah they also persuaded him to take two psychological tests including an iq test and the uh the inkblot test as well uh the iq showed an above average intellectual ability while no evidence of formal thought disorder was suggested here uh some history compiled that he uh they think he once suffered from bipolar disorder, but there was no signs or symptoms of it during the exam uh, that had been there. That said, like it's there now, basically. Mm-hmm. So November twenty eighth, eighty four, they hold a hearing here, following all this evaluating, and uh, at the hearing, uh, Jesus Christ, him and his brother both attack the doctor's conclusions, arguing that they're not incompetent. God damn it, they are competent, and not only are they competent to stand trial, they are competent and capable of representing themselves at trial as well. And they're going to kick your ass this Sunday at God, WrestleMania. God damn, that's what it is. Inside the steel cage. <laughs> <laughs> he also, Ron maintained his main reason for refusing appointed counsel was because we feel we have our own best interests at heart. He felt he was competent for the sa- for these reasons, and he took issue with the paranoid personality disorder diagnosis. <laughs> Which, according to him, was made on the basis of his divine revelations, which who the fuck are you to judge my divine revelations? Uh, Yeah, he hates this because it discounts all of his legitimacy as a prophet. That's the thing. It ruins it all. Yeah, you're just a crazy person. No, I'm a prophet. No, I'm amazing. Wow. What are you talking about? He's like uh, John Travolta in that movie where he's got like a tumor, but he thinks he's magic or whatever. I don't remember what the fuck it was. So (laughs) I don't know. Got it. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's got but something wrong. Magic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? It's pretty awesome. That's the way to describe like, uh, it. Uh, it probably should have been on the back of the yeah, DVD. I think so. Just that picture of him. Yeah. He's John got a tumor, but he thinks he's magic. But he thinks he's magic. Hey, Enjoy the movie. Here you go. You can fill in the rest, right? <laughs> Can't you? Come For on. 50 cents more, you can make that a large popcorn. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> so. Now, he re- he says this in court. He, yeah. he reads this statement. Quote, this is Ron. And the delusional and the delusion system or the problems that he, Dr. Washburn, he means, mentioned here. I don't, under- I don't understand these long words here. He relates that to the fact that we claim to have received direct revelation from God, which, of course, we do claim. But what <laughs> but we have been taught since we were knee high to a grasshopper that that was what we were supposed to do in the church that we were in. So this shouldn't be such a shock to an individual especially when the individual is a member of the same church judge you fucking jack mormon you know what <laughs> you know what i'm talking about so yeah they they uh during this during this hearing they acted as their own counsel called to question various witnesses in the state uh who were equated with them like knee high to a grasshopper knee high to a grasshopper to be a crazy motherfucker so uh <laughs> That's your counsel. They called none of the witnesses as experts, or experts as witnesses, yeah. obviously. Uh, during this two-day hearing, to wow, a hearing to see if you're crazy where you represent yourself. That's gold. <laughs> That's amazing. That's balls. During the hearing, the court told them numerous times what they called in court documents painstakingly explained how foolish it was for them to represent themselves. Uh, during the time, the court saw how they behaved in these discussions and further uh, observed them dealing with witnesses. But in the end, the court rules that they are competent. And it's said that if either of them suffered from mental illness or a clear preponder- uh, 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 a preponderance or clear preponderance of the evidence did not reveal that they were so impaired they couldn't comprehend the nature of what they were doing. Yeah. So there you go. Competent for trial, fuckers. That ruined it. Yeah. So now they're competent. They can they can represent themselves and stand trial. Were they trying to argue that they weren't competent? No, they were arguing that they were competent. Okay, and they so won. they won. They won. <laughs> That's what I mean. They clearly... He gets it. They, I don't know if they're sane or not, but they really won. Want this bad, so let's just give it to him. <laughs> Fuck it. So they're supposed to stand trial together uh-huh. in January of 1985, but on December 30th, 1984, Ron Lafferty. Uh, tries to hang himself with a t-shirt in prison. T-shirt tied to a towel rack. He's found uh, barely breathing and unconscious. Uh Uh, He is, uh, you know, he's revitalized or whatever. And reanimated. uh, reanimated. (laughs) His court-appointed attorney says that the act damaged his brain, causing him to lose um, uh, memory and the ability to control his emotions. Mm. So, the... Yeah, they... So, a judge granted a motion allowing them to be tried separately so they can get Dan's trial over with and deal with Ron later. So uh, they, of course, this prompted more mental health examinations and everything like that. Uh, They say uh, the hospital team concluded after 20 days of evaluation that he was incompetent and uh, exhibited numerous signs of organic brain damage from the hanging. Uh, So they said that his IQ was 20 points lower than they got two months ago Whoops. from him from losing oxygen and they said that the uh the after a while though they started to he started to get function back and he started to recover from this and he generally remembered what happened and told one doctor his personal problems were caused by others mm-hmm. which is obviously what he does all the time he named chloe law yeah 
Low. As, low, sorry, yeah. low. As a person who intruded in his family affairs, this is when he's coming out of this whole thing, and said, quote, this wouldn't have happened if Chloe Law had minded her own business. Low. Obviously. Did I say low again? Law again? <laughs> <Yeah>. Low. So... <laughs> Uh, obviously, he does not like Chloe Lowe. No. It's not, that <laughs> Lowe and Stowe are not bane. good. So January 28th, 1985, here's another hearing for Ron. Mm-hmm. This is when they go over all this shit, uh, uh, all of his loss of oxygen and all this type of shit. So uh, that goes on, and they say the court finds him incompetent at this time and remands him to the state hospital for further treatment and schedules another hearing for April to try to figure out when he can go on trial. But Dan's trial comes up, and he represents himself. Yeah. And it's a shit show, yeah. as you might imagine. Uh, he had two attorneys standing by. They had both drifter witnesses st- sitting there. It didn't go well for Dan. No. Uh, jurors convict him. He is found guilty of two counts of first-degree m- murder and four other felonies here. Uh, but when uh, sentencing comes up, uh, the jury gets together. You, sir, uh-huh. they do not. Uh, you may fuck off, yeah. but they do not. They're unable to vote unanimously on the death penalty, and he's sentenced to two life terms. That's all right. So they can't come to an agreement on the death penalty, even though he said he cut a baby's throat. Right. Which I'd be like, well, let's kill him now. What do you say? How forgiving. Anybody got like a pocket knife on him? Let's stab him right in the temple, this motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody do it. So April 2nd, 1995 is Ron's last competency hearing. Boy, there's some weird shit coming up here. Uh, the same four examiners again. They're like, this guy's hilarious. We, yeah. Can you imagine? Can we get a take, too? They, for four months, they've been looking at this guy. Yeah. they got to be like, this is fascinating. <laughs> He's fascinating. Unbelievable. This report concluded by these four that Lafferty was not competent due to a paranoid delusional system that severely impaired his ability to perceive and interpret reality. Uh, doctors Howell, Austin, and Grossbeck also testified in report in support of their ex- of their you know findings. Uh, the gist of was that Lafferty physically knew the nature of the proceedings against him and the possible consequences. He was unable, as a, as a result of his paranoid delusional system, to interpret them in a realistic way because he didn't know. Uh, they said in the delusion system, Lafferty believed that the examining doctors, the court system, and personnel, and his own lawyer were part of a corrupt man-made order, which he rejected, and which he believed was that was actually on trial, uh-huh. not him. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was trying to, he thought he was trying to prosecute the outside forces. <laughs> because of these delusional beliefs, the doctors said that he couldn't cooperate with the lawyer. Uh, the final competency hearing here was that was those three. And then a fourth doctor comes in who didn't examine him uh-huh. f- for 22 days. Oh, and he said, he's fucking fine. Uh-huh. He goes, I looked at him for a minute. He's good. Uh, yeah. He's, <laughs> that one guy said he's okay? One guy said he's good. He said, I think he's fine. <laughs> the other three are like, you think he's a fucking nut? Yeah. They said they attributed any of his lack of rationality due to a personality change caused by oxygen deprivation uh they said that now this is the doctors who say he's crazy as a result they said his his religious beliefs were now so delusional they interfere with his ability to meaningfully function either independently in a courtroom or with the aid of counsel in a courtroom uh so wow uh, also he had a, a seizure apparently that involved his left hand and arm and a doctor's note that said he was having trouble playing pool <laughs> he he forgot which ball was the cue ball and whether he was supposed to hit the striped or colored balls. Uh, okay. He's hitting the black one? Yeah, they said he suffered from amnesia and paranoia. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the prosecutor said that he's full of shit and that he can, uh, he can assist his counsel. He understands the proceedings and we should move on with this goddamn shit here. He's a crazy son of a bitch. We knew that to begin with. Right. No reason to let him off the hook here. So... Uh, 
The uh, judge, after hearing from the lawyer, the, the one doctor saying Ron's fine, said, quote, although the defendant may be operating within a paranoid delusional system, there's no evidence except a suicide attempt of, uh, of a rational behavior within that system or within the system of his religious beliefs. In fact, his refusal to cooperate, assist counsel, or admit that he's amenable to the laws of the state of Utah are all consistent with his paranoia and any delusional system pertaining to his religion. So they find him competent to stand trial. Hell yeah. So since he's super crazy, but we like his brand of crazy. Right. He's just the right amount of crazy. One in four doctors agree he can go forward. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's really fine. Uh, he apparently did crazy shit in court, too. He would, uh, he would yell at the judge. He was completely uncooperative with his lawyers. Uh, he, Jesus. Did he, he bring those three doctors in to say he's not competent? Like no, no. no. Really? Uh, they, you're not, it's a long story Got legally it. of okay. what you're allowed to bring in. Uh, but the, the, the defense is really weird. The, uh, the judge said that he uh, consulted with his attorney quite frequently at the counsel table, and that to him was a yeah. sign that he was, you know, whatever. He says that his observations left him more convinced now uh, that he was competent to proceed so there we go so april 1985 is ron's trial Mm -hmm. okay uh now one of his brothers watson testifies that ron Uh had bitter feelings toward brenda and referred to her as that bitch brenda hell yeah all the time it's just like we thought (laughs) poor brenda jesus and uh and uh, a neighbor here or i'm sorry nap one of the drifters he said uh he was in the station wagon in the driveway he testified that dan forced his way into brenda's home and he could hear an argument that's what was going on and uh the brother also he testifies that ron uh like i said called her that bitch uh now uh the uh drifter here nap he was the one testifying that dan forced his way in and that he could hear an argument out in the car he said that ron uh he said uh the drifter told ron why don't you go inside and help your brother i hear arguing and shit going on who knows what's going on so then ron went inside and he could hear brenda begging for her life basically and you know not begging them not to hurt her kid and shit like that and crying and stuff and then he testified quote then there was just no more crying Mm. oh boy uh so um uh, the other drifter, Carnes, he said on the way to Nevada, Ron Lafferty pulled a knife out of his boot and started to bang it on his knee. And he said, quote, I killed her. I killed her. I killed the bitch. I can't believe I killed her. OK, then he handed the knife to Dan and said, thank you, brother, for doing the baby, because I don't think I had it in me. That's oh, what he said. Dan, Dan replied, what? It was no problem. Oh, my God. Super easy. You know, God said to do it, so super easy. You got it, brother. You got it, brother. No problem at all. Um, So Alan takes the stand as well to recount finding this, what he found. If you're a jury, that's going to... Man, uh, he testified that he never took Ron's revelation seriously and was always trying to distance himself from the brothers. And that's when his wife was a part of that. Now, the defense here, um, the defense, Jesus Christ. How do you defend that? uh, Yeah. During the trial, the court ruled that the medical expert or expert medical evidence admissible on the lesser included offense of manslaughter. The Lafferty's uh, Lafferty Ron's counsel began to present the evidence. Uh, Ron refused to let him proceed. He wouldn't let him proceed with putting evidence out. Uh, contrary to the attorney's forcefully expressed belief that the presentation was imperative, as a result of his decision, the attorney was left with no option but to rest. Basically, he wouldn't let him put on a defense. 
That was it. So uh, he is uh, convicted, yeah. guilty right. of capital fucking murder. Right. And uh, the jury comes back here uh, with the sentencing, mm-hmm. and uh, they say, you, sir, yeah. may fuck off death penalty for oh, Ron. Oh, wow. Ron gets the death penalty. We don't need his crazy ass around here Dan anymore. Dan cut a baby's fucking head. Yeah, and he got life. Unbelievable. But Ron gets the death penalty because it's his idea. Right. It's all it's all coming from him. Right. He, he wrote a scripture of the prophecy. He's saying that bit, thy Brenda bitch die and, right. you know, crazy shit like that. Um, good God here. So, yeah, uh, ninth, so he's convicted, obviously. So they said that also the way he was arguing with his attorney not to present shit mm-hmm. showed that he knew what was going on. He knew that if his attorney presented this, it would be good for his case. So he wouldn't let him do it. Mm-hmm. So, so they said that it was even further proof he was competent. But uh, 1991, he appeals uh, he appeals the original saying the original trial judge failed to adequately address his mental competency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and out of this, uh, he ends up getting a retrial what? out of this whole thing. Yeah. They said that, uh, th- this is one of the, one of the, they say that the judge absolutely did that was mm-hmm. too quick to call him, you know, whatever. Uh, but then somebody here, one of the, uh, uh, opinions of one of the justices here said, quote, I doubt whether the court would be so quick to hold an individual incompetent to stand trial who refused to raise an insanity defense because of an unorthodox political beliefs. For example, tax protesters and other political protesters are often in court expressing their extreme and inaccurate beliefs beliefs about the Constitution in bizarre ways. Although these individuals are wrong and may make decisions contrary to their best legal interests, they're not necessarily incompetent. Like Mr. Lafferty, they may possess a factual understanding of court proceedings and can, if they choose, consult with a lawyer with a reasonable degree of rational understanding. When one is judged incompetent for rejecting his attorney's advice, we will then have truly established elitism of the bench and bar. So basically, it's your right to be a crazy fuck who won't take obviously pertinent legal advice pertinent legal advice that's your right so we shouldn't call you crazy just because you're crazy okay it's a, uh, is it that what they're saying or is he just saying like if you don't but, just because you don't believe that this is accurate doesn't mean that you're yeah not well he saying. said you wouldn't call somebody because they're saying he's crazy because this is religiosity yeah. he's saying you wouldn't call someone crazy because they're a tax protester yeah. and didn't pay their taxes because of their constitutional beliefs yeah. yes because the, the Constitution exists as a laws and, a and, thing. and things right. that actually happen. Thing. The rest right. of it, the word of God can be interpreted differently by yeah. every person on earth. Right. It's a different, you know what I mean? See, David, I'm going to make any joke. Yeah, right. I'm not going to make any judgments on it. But right. I mean, let's face it. Yeah. We know what happened with one one word of God can be individually interpreted because there's different people saying right. God speaks to me, so who knows? Very well documented what how yeah. the Constitution happened, why, yeah. and what 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 it says. And you can change it. That's right. the other thing. Right? You're allowed to change you can't shit. Just there's amendments. The so it's to... well, they did it for hundreds and hundreds yeah. of years, but it'd be harder now. Yeah. So 1996. Now you know the guy that's erasing. <laughs> yeah. Ron's retrial here. Mm-hmm. He has a retrial. Uh, during this, he spews expletives at the judge. Awesome. As much as possible. Yeah. Uh, he wore a sign during the entire retrial trial like a fucking sandwich sign that said exit only what on the seat of his pants he put that sign he says why did he do this yeah to ward off evil spirits he believed wanted to enter his body (laughs) through his anus He said that in court. They're crawling through the back door. They said, sir, <laughs> why do you have that on? And that's literally what he said. He ward off evil spirits. They want to enter my body through my anus. <laughs> the judge said, you know what? I'm going to let it go. That's fine. 
You're sitting down most of the time. Keep it going. Whatever, dude. I'm not going to argue with you about that. So at his second trial, uh-huh. Daniel testifies and says, I killed everybody. Ron didn't do shit. Really? I killed everybody. Uh, yeah. But another member of the group here says that, uh, obviously testified that yeah. Ron took out his knife and said, I can't believe I killed her. I killed her. I right. killed her five fucking times. So he's saying, no. Ron killed Brenda. Dan killed the baby. That's how it went. So that's how that goes. So Ron is again found guilty of murder, obviously. (laughs) You, sir. Take your sign and... Fuck off. (laughs) May fuck off again. Die again, fucker. Yeah. So two, two, another death sentence here. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's fucking amazing, too. Uh, everybody thinks, you know, they're going to execute him eventually here. He gets to choose, because it's Utah, oh, how he wants right. to die. He takes firing squad. Yeah, he does. Okay, that's so yeah, that's the most dramatic. Yeah. That's the one where crazy. if you're a right. would-be prophet, that's how you're going to die. Oh, it's yeah. so super dramatic. Yeah. It's not just clinical in a room. It's yeah. like, oh, they're going to, I'm going to get, like, it's like combat. They're going <laughs> to... So uh, this is like the 1700s. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. So one of his lawyers says that he's chosen that, but she doesn't believe uh, she doesn't believe he's mentally fit to even have stood trial. She says, quote, Mr. Lafferty believed his incarceration and conviction were the result of a conspiracy between the state, the church and unseen spiritual forces, including the spirit of the trial judge's deceased father, among others. Oh, boy. He believed I'm not done yet. He's not or he's not done. I should say. He believed that all of his attorneys were working against him. Oh, boy. And that one attorney was actually his reincarnated sister, Ron's reincarnated sister, who later became possessed by an evil spirit. Holy shit. And now he's his lawyer. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, this, this attorney says, a person suffering from this level of mental illness and delusional thinking is not competent to assist his counsel through legal proceedings. He's crazy, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2001 appeal. Uh, here he has his, his uh, the U- Utah Supreme Court affirms his conviction and his sentence. <laughs> Uh, fuck off. He says this is based on he uh, evidence saying that Dan's testimony said he committed the murders, not Ron. So obviously, you know, he shouldn't be there in prison. I should be out on the streets preaching the good word. Obviously. So uh, 2004 now, uh, it's still going on, still not executed. No. Murder's 20 years old. Still not executed. Uh, the Utah legislature ended the execution option in 2004 for what you get to pick what you want, except for inmates who have already been sentenced to die and selected their methods. So you get your grandfathered firing squad in. Otherwise, they're going to tell you how to die. So uh, this whole thing, I guess, has been agonizing for Brenda's family, uh, obviously. Uh, one of her relatives here says, why can't we be done with it? Why can't this be done with? There's a lot of anger that his sentence hasn't been carried out. We're constantly reminded that they're still here at a great cost to the taxpayers. Not only do you lose somebody, but you continue to lose them every time it comes up in court. I just hope people remember who Brenda was. She was a fun person with a lot of energy and personality. She has not been forgotten. Good. That's good. At least Brenda had her, her say a little bit. Uh, now, they said that w- she hopes one day the Lafferty's will be forgotten, uh, but now they're still sitting there in prison. Um, wow. Uh, like I said, this was, they, they talked to, like, in this article from 2004, they talked to some of the people in the town. By the way, I still have some crazy shit coming up from Dan that he says in prison. Awesome. Uh, it's wild. So, uh, uh, this they talked to these people. One of the neighbors, or this is the American Fork police chief at the time. He says, I'm sure old time residents remember it's one of those threshold events that people just don't forget 
And then one neighbor stepped in and said, I don't think I'll ever forget. So, yeah. I, for one, never going to forget. He's right. Yeah. That's He's our right. 9-11. Yeah. Uh, my blood ran cold that day. Another one said, it damaged so many people's lives. It's amazing how many people it hurt. Uh, the new, the, poli- the, the American Fork police chief said that he spent 12 hours at that crime scene. Other officers had nightmares of warm blood dripping down their arms. Like people had this damaged, like mentally. Oh, my God. This is fucked up. This is they're not used to seeing this. Yeah. This they're not like a Baltimore homicide detective right. that sees a lot of shit and they're like, well, it's another baby fucking set on fire again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They don't see shit like this. Yeah. So when they see what what I told you happened to that baby, yeah. that's gonna fuck you up if oh, you're yeah. not used to seeing that shit. I don't uh, think I'd ever get used to that. No, no, you'd have no. You you would if you were uh if you were uh, seeing that every day if you were not, a coroner, you no, would. No. They do. Uh, those coroners don't those give a Those people are nuts. Fuck. Those because they, they do it all day. Yeah. It's all they deal with. I don't know how they do that. Homicide to in the homicide book, the yeah. David Simon book, they talk about how uh, you know, they'll watch some they'll watch an autopsy and then go be like oh, the, the the challenge then is to go out and get the Try to get some grossest yeah, food possible. The like the rare red, roast yeah, beef or right. the shit like that. Or the most fucking the cops, bloody sandwich. Yeah, the cops say babies are different though. Yeah. That fucks them up too. Oh my god. They have kids imagine, and shit yeah. like that. They, no. It's not 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 okay. So uh, um, a firing squad execution would do that to me. I don't know that. Oh, I can that'd watch be that. fucking horrible. It, yeah, it, it's it's how many guys is it? Is it ten and only one guy's got a bullet, or is it seven? Either way, there's only one bullet live yeah. in those guns. And I thought there was an, an extra. No, I, I don't know. I believe it's only working. one. So either, either way, way, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy shit. So we'll talk about it. It's a very. We'll talk about it in the bonus episode oh, this great. week when yeah. we talk about botched executions. The firing squad's the least botched method of execution. Actually, I'll bet that's true. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that, that and last meals as well. Patreon. <laughs> episode <laughs> so the rest of the lafferty's here uh, only one of the six brothers stayed in utah the left the rest of them scattered for places yeah. where everyone didn't know about what happened and never no, heard of them yeah exactly yeah. not known as the crazy family who killed <laughs> the babies uh so uh one neighbor said quote even after all this time you mentioned the lafferty's and that's all people think of how can one how can how much pain can one family bear uh another neighbor said i love alan i care about him and hope things are okay everyone looked at him like what's your part what was your part but alan was a good-hearted man i just hope he's found some peace in life that's i mean this guy got poor bastard he lost his wife and baby and then not only that his brothers he had to testify against his brothers and kind of excommunicate himself from his family and then everyone else thinks he's part of that so there's nothing he could do his life was just incalculably fucked he had to leave utah you'd have to it's uh, like being one of the Arquettes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Except, are any of them except less crazy. <laughs> yeah. These people yeah. are less crazy than uh, the Arquettes. So uh, at least David. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of them. He's, uh, he's wild, man. He's out there. Yeah. So uh, people, uh, other people, one of Brenda's former next door neighbors, he, they wonder why Alan didn't warn his wife about the revelation when the brother told him about it probably thought he could talk him out of it or that he was just talking shit yeah he's just yapping if you haven't killed people yet you don't expect anyone to actually kill somebody that's crazy yeah. uh so this uh brenda's oldest sister says quote he's the one who let her down he should have taken care of her that day i have a hard time not thinking that he knew something oh. and that would be that's brutal i mean oh. from her too from her standpoint yeah. i don't blame her yeah. i would feel the same way if i was her took my niece and sister took my niece and sister yeah. how would you not think that yeah. but then if if you're him it's hard it's just no, no nothing good came of this no. nothing good uh now uh uh 
Only of the six boys and two girls, the eight Lafferty siblings, only one brother and one sister reached out to Brenda's family. Uh, and also some of uh, Ron's sons have apologized publicly for what their father did. Please don't blame us, yeah. for Christ's sake. Right. Uh, Ron will not talk to the press. He's pissed off. Uh, uh, he's angry, Dan says. And uh, well, uh, he says that Dan, that Ron is sitting there waiting for a chance to kill him. Because when they first got in jail, okay, when they first arrived in jail, Ron tried to kill Dan. Uh-huh. And then they were a team after that. But now, Dan says that Ron would kill him if he got the chance. Okay. It's weird shit. So here's Dan in prison, okay? Uh, they describe him in this article, the Deseret News, uh, wearing his hair pulled up into a ponytail on top of his head. Uh. Like, like they said, uh, you know, like a Buddhist monk. <laughs> He calls his 1987 girl or a girl. He calls the prison his monastery. Dan does. Uh, he hasn't shaved since he since he was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, he has like you know rubber bands wrapping his beard, shit like to keep it like that. Uh, yeah, this is this is weird shit. Wow. Uh, he says he called, he talks about the murders of his sister-in-law and niece. They said that he talk, describes it, quote, as if he were a surgeon recounting a routine medical procedure. He claims responsibility for both murders, although, you know, Ron was convicted of killing Brenda. Uh, he says how in the middle of it, he starts, he's cursing in the middle of a sentence. Like he says, lets off a casual curse, which seems to surprise the reporter. So he stops telling his story to say, yeah, my vocabulary's become liberated, he says, because he realized there's no sin in cursing, which I've said that for years. So this is great that I'm agreeing with this guy for once. He says, quote, God doesn't give a fuck about words. (laughs) Everybody, God doesn't give a fuck about words. Thank you. God does not give a fuck about words. What God cares about is anything that makes you happy and that doesn't hurt anyone else. So anyways, I was praying pretty steady from that point on. So I pushed my way into the house and I took those two lives. Wow. Literally was like, now Kirsten's fine. So anyway, I cut this baby's throat. (laughs) Huh? Imagine being a person with a fucking tape recorder, a pad and pencil here in this. Uh, huh? I opened my sister-in-law. <laughs> Holy fucking God shit. I give a fuck about words. I mean, they're just words. What he cares about is when I opened a baby's throat. <laughs> when I, yeah, when I nearly took a baby's head off. He said, so they ask him about that. Does that bother you? And he says, quote, it's never haunted me. It's never bothered me. Real calm. He says, quote, I don't blame anyone for not understanding, but if you had done it, it wouldn't haunt you either. It was a strange phenomenon. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. Ah, uh, no. He says that uh, he and his brother were led by God to beat Brenda unconscious. This is what they did to her, by the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Beat her unconscious, wrap a vacuum cord around her neck and strangle her till she passed out and then stabbed her and slit her throat. Wow. At 24 years old with a baby. What a terrible That's what they way. did to her. fucking horrible he then describes it quote i held brenda's hair and did it pretty much the way they did it in the scriptures is what he said in the scriptures what scriptures did they do that i I don't know i don't Um, don't remember in the bible where they describe how to cut a head off i'm not sure (laughs) then i walked into erica's room i talked to her for a minute i said i'm not sure why i'm supposed to do this but i guess god wants you home like i said and he said he looked away as he slit the baby's throat is what he said he goes i like to think 
that she didn't suffer. It probably should draw more sympathy than it does, but I don't feel it. Oh, my God. This guy's a fucking monster. Yeah. He's a fucking monster. He believes all organized religion is of the devil, and although religion's his favorite, he loves to talk about it, but he says it's all of the devil. He says he even tore up all the scripture, all of his scriptures years ago and threw them in the garbage, but he remembers them all. Uh, yeah. He says that everyone on earth is a child of God or a child of the devil, one of the two. You're on one side or you're on the other here. Yeah. Uh, Ron, he said, uh, uh, is the child of the devil, and he's a child of God. He okay. goes, but Ron tried to kill me, and Ron's a little off. Cain and Abel. Dan says, uh, he says about it, he says, now, he's the obviously of the devil, I'm of God, so I'm going to go to heaven. And they said, what do you think heaven is? And he says, he believes it's a, quote, 1,000-year party. Uh, that's uh, it? That's it. That's heaven. Okay. It's like a shit party. Yeah. Dan's mother used to visit him, actually, but he hasn't had a visit, uh, he said, in 15 years as of 2004. He said three years ago, his oldest son uh, visited him on Christmas with his wife besides that. And he says mostly his son just looked at him trying to figure him out. He could say, <laughs> he's looking at me like I was a Rubik's Cube. He looked at me like there was something wrong with like, me. Like, I don't know, like I could just slit a baby's throat and not feel bad about it for fucking 20 years. <laughs> He then says, quote, this is the most, this is like a fucking mob member. And even they would be like, you know, eh. he says, quote, I'm not ashamed about what happened. It was just a matter of business. What? You killed a fucking baby. You, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else that? to put it, right. but you I don't mean to discount Brenda, but right. you killed a baby, dude. Uh, like a, a grown person. People yeah. can have legitimate reasons for wanting to kill a grown person. Right. Not that you should ever do it, but a baby. Pepsi shows up to my house fucking and ridiculous. opens my children and looks at me and goes, it's just business. It's just business, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm never buying Pepsi. Again. No. Damn. <laughs> put that away, son. We're switching I, to Coke I'll here. I'll drink Coke forever. Wow. Uh, so Dan. Dan has never talked to his brother about murdering his wife and daughter. I guess not. He said, Alan once asked my mom why I wouldn't repent. There's some things you can't repent for. I'm sure Alan thought I was talking about an unpardonable sin. What I meant is you don't repent for things that aren't wrong. That wasn't wrong. That's what he said. That's why he didn't repent. Not because it was an unpardonable sin, because it ain't wrong. I was supposed to. I was told to. That's fucking crazy. It is. Want to hear it get crazier? Yeah. Okay. I got more crazy. Uh Uh, Dan doesn't think he'll die in prison. No. Uh, He believes that the walls will crumble (laughs) and he will emerge as the biblical prophet Elijah (laughs) announcing the second coming of Christ. (laughs) That's what he said. Oh, boy. So they asked him, are you serious? And he said, quote, I don't feel comfortable saying I know I'm Elijah, but I'm pretty. But I'd be pretty surprised if I'm not. (laughs) I'd be pretty surprised if I'm not. I'm just saying. I wish I was there to hear that. I would have died laughing. I can't talk to you anymore, dude. I was taking you seriously as a murderer, but now you're just an asshole. I'd be pretty shocked if I'm not. (laughs) Wow. He said, you could say I'm waiting patiently to see if I'm Elijah. Uh, He says, I could be wrong. Maybe it's all just a comfortable illusion. I don't know. (laughs) I'd be pretty surprised if I'm not. I mean, let's be realistic here. All the signs are pointing to, I'm 
Well, fucking Elijah. I mean, this is the way it is. <laughs> Somebody's right where they belong. <laughs> that's it. Right there. That's a man that's still way too dangerous. Oh, he is super. Oh, oh boy, you want to hear he, how dangerous how he is? Dangerous. It gets worse. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, because he, he can still talk to people right. on the outside with this crazy shit. He sees himself as one who will make the transition orderly so that the wheat, the children of Christ, can right. organize into communities of harmony while the children of the devil are pulled down root and stem from this world, he says. After the nasty... Uh, all this is over with. He said that the God's love and a 1,000 year party can finally re- re- begin yeah. and then the whole cycle will repeat itself again. And every 1,000 years you do that. You know, I was hired for that gig. Desert yeah. noises! Desert, yeah, it's desert noises! 1,000 years of desert oh, noises. Oh, he then says that both of these groups, the children of God and the devil, simply follow a program they cannot deviate from. For some, that may mean a mundane 9 to 5 existence. For others, killing women and children. Yeah. That's what he said. So he's who is he to de- that was his path i'm supposed to do this my part he says uh he says that elude that religion is a free agency you know like you can switch religions yeah. it's an illusion pimped by religion to dupe its believers he said they use faith and other lies and secrets and deceptions to brain fuck followers into thinking they have the power to save or condemn people to hell i completely believe that but not the rest of it. Right. Just that part sounds great. Amen. If he just said that and shut the fuck up and didn't kill any kids, I'd be like, this is my kind of guy. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he says, quote, uh, I understand very well that my philosophy makes me sound crazy, but I try to make it as logical as I can. But I don't mind if people think I'm crazy and I know and I don't know that I'm not. But I don't think that I am. I think there's some good shit coming. God's a good motherfucker. And when he comes back, he's going to be smoking a doobie saying tired of this world. Well, it's time to party. I really believe that. Is that what he said? That's fucking quote. He's a cool motherfucker. But God's, quote, God's a good motherfucker. (laughs) He's a good shit, that God. He's a good motherfucker, and when he comes back, he's going to be smoking a doobie saying, tired of this world? Well, it's time to party, fuckers. Let's go. And I really believe that, is what he said. Amen. Amen. And now, the Desert Noises Band. What the fuck? And they all said... This is real. This happened in the world. Oh, Jesus is this, Lord. This might be our craziest. It, it could be the craziest. Pocket Robin is He's pretty certainly crazy. convinced. This is, I mean, it's an, right up there with the arm test, yeah. though. This is yeah. nuts. <laughs> in Rulo. Wow. So, September 2014. Yeah. Uh, speaking of still dangerous, police, uh-uh. uh, they find uh, that... Uh, 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 two people here, uh, Benjamin and uh, Christy Stack, yeah. they murdered their two youngest children no. and possibly killed a third with a combination of drugs, including methadone. How um, many letters? They're discovered on September 27th by their oldest son. The parents were found with cups of red liquid next to their bodies. This was, they killed themselves too. They didn't just kill their, their children. This is a Jim Jones situation. Oh, really? They literally had. Kool-Aid. They killed them all and took them took Cups themselves out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, while the children were discovered lying on and around the bed, covered with blankets up to their necks, with empty bottle of bottles of liquid methadone and boxes of cold and flu medication nearby. That's what they made yeah. a fucking cocktail out of. Uh, the autopsy said that all five died due to drug to- toxicity, and obviously it's the poison. Uh, the third child's death, they couldn't figure out if it was that, but they assumed it was. But for some reason, there was a problem with the testing. Maybe choked on vomit or something. 
Yeah. Well, relatives, we'll find out what happened here. Relatives told People Magazine that they suspected the Strax had killed their children and committed suicide themselves because, quote, they had isolated themselves from neighbors and some of the family. They said that uh, it had and one of the the Benjamin's brother said it had been a while since Ben had been to work. He also said some of the changed behaviors before their death death seemed out of place and didn't make sense at the time. But looking back now, they make sense. And we want to speak out to prevent other people from having to endure what we are enduring. Uh, now, what they did was Dan was talking to them. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, talking to them. He influenced them to kill themselves and their children. According to Dan, Christy had a dream. This is what Dan says. Christy came to him and said he had a dream about she had a dream about him while reading the book, uh, reading the book about them, which we'll, we'll name at the end. But there's a book about this whole situation. She was reading the book 10 years ago, had a dream about Dan and eventually decided to reach out. to him. Oh, no. The book is a lot of Dan's bullshit. The book is all written kind of through Dan's perspective. Uh, they became close friends with Dan, visiting him in state prison on a weekly basis. This couple, uh, the police captain in Springerville said, quote, he's very fond of them. He wanted the, his remains to go to them when he died. OK, that was in his prison will. Dan claims that Christie's husband, Benjamin, knew Dan and Christie were in love and and he didn't mind. Uh-huh. It was OK with him. Uh-huh. That Dan and Christy were in love. Yeah. Uh, Dan says he cut off his waist length hair at her request and sent it to the family. Because later on, he ends up with all short hair. But the Strax, they, their relationship stopped in 2008 when they ended up having to plead guilty, the couple, to criminal charges, including forgery and drug possession. And they weren't allowed to visit the prison anymore mm-hmm. at that point. Right. So uh, they exchanged, Dan and Christy exchanged letters for a while, but the correspondence stopped when Christy said she didn't believe Dan was the prophet Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Dan uh, told the AP was that... It, was it the Polaroids of his dick that he sent with Maybe, the it was a dick is pic. That what? This isn't Elijah's <laughs> cock. I feel like Elijah's cock would be vainier, right? This seems smaller right? than It'd Elijah, be bigger. Right? Like, the head on it would be formidable. <laughs> a little more bulbous. That's what I'm thinking, anyway. I'm just saying, for me. Uh, now... Dan said he hadn't talked to them in years, but he says he believes it was his, quote, hell on earth philosophy that led to the murder suicides. He said, quote, my insanity messes with people's lives. It's just the way it is. He also said, I'll miss them, but I'm happy for them. I believe they're in paradise now. Oh, boy. Yeah. They kill you fucking jerk. Yeah. This is what I mean. And he it's, contributed to that. And he's happy about it. He's Unbelievable. thrilled. Unbelievable. Uh, 2015, Utah, uh, the state legislature, adds firing squads again to the list, yeah. but only if courts determine that Utah doesn't have the cocktail of drugs needed to execute them by lethal injection. If you're out of drugs, we can shoot them. Bring but in that 300 win man. Other than that, the last <laughs> last uh, person uh, shot by firing, killed by firing squad, Ronnie Lee Gardner in 2010, and we've talked about him. I remember him. that. And we'll yeah. talk more about him in our bonus okay. episode. So 2017, Ron's got more appeals here. Uh, the judge, district, U.S. district judge, dismissed a petition that sought to vacate his murder conviction and death sentence on the grounds they violated his constitutional rights. I thought it didn't matter. Yeah. I thought it was the... How can you have constitutional rights if they don't exist? Right. It's not the word of God. What is he talking about? This petition allowed the death penalty, uh, alleged the death penalty was cruel and unusual punishment and said Ron Lafferty had spent years under brutal prison conditions experiencing daily trauma of facing death. 
Yeah, that's prison. Mm-hmm. That's what you just described there. Uh, but the judge rejecting the claims quoted a U.S. Supreme Court opinion saying that there's no support for the proposition that a defendant can avail himself of the panoply of appellate and collateral procedures and then complain when his execution is delayed. <laughs> yeah. You can't, yeah. You play the game, right. you fucking take the consequences. Yeah, when you lose. That's the thing. That's why he was saying, I don't want to play. Right. Because that way he could say, at least I'm not playing. <laughs> so, uh, August 2019 is like one of his last appeals here. It's like his last ditch thing. This decision was in the Denver-based uh, 10th Circuit Court. So we're going down the line. It's like Supreme Court's next, where it was denied again. Uh, the, 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 his lawyer said, quote, uh, this was his last rema- This was his remaining last challenges to his conviction and sentencing. There are no other avenues I'm aware of to challenge the judgment against him. Uh, he could ask the 10th Circuit Court to reconsider its decision or ask the full court to hear his case. Uh, but the lawyer said he'll use all his options to challenge the conviction and death sentence, vowing he'll go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court if necessary. Uh, he says, quote, when the most severe penalty a state can impose is at stake, we look to the courts to be a safety net to ensure that the full protections allowed by the Constitution have been met. Here, the court relied on procedural technicalities to deny Mr. Lafferty a complete appellate review of his case. Doesn't fucking matter very much. That, by the way, was August 2019. November 11, 2000- 2019, uh, Ron dies in prison. Really? Dies in prison. Oh, God damn it. Right? It's kind of when he needed to get shot. uh, At 78. To shoot an old man would have been hilarious. Oh, God. He would have exploded. An old asshole. Yeah. Just a dick like that. (laughs) His his shoulders were just like ripped open. Fucking thin skin. Yeah. Uh, What a dick. Everything would have just oozed out. Yup. That would have been uh, great. Oh, fucking he would have deserved this shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. One of his attorneys said that, uh, you know, he was mentally ill and he could never assist and everything. Uh, She wrote that she believed his incarceration was the reason that he believed. I told you the uh, unseen spiritual forces, the reincarnated sister who became possessed by an evil right. spirit. Uh, she also says through it all, Mr. Lafferty himself never believed that he was mentally ill or incompetent. One expert said that if he was guilty of faking anything, he was guilty of pretending to be normal when he was not. Mr. Lafferty, like other mentally ill prisoners, was not treated for his mental illness as he should have been. Mm. Oh, that's true with a lot of people, but I don't know why this guy, I don't really care so much. Sometimes it feels like uh, you give up your rights for a lot of things, including uh, mental health evaluations yeah, that's the sh- <laughs> if you if you open a child and a mother yeah maybe we don't give a fuck how sane you are that's that's exactly right he said uh the, the lawyer also said that uh ron lacked any rational understanding of the legal proceedings uh mm-hmm. that quote quote that was not polluted by his delusion so he, he thought he understood shit she also said his execution should have been, pro- been prohibited because of that and uh yeah the uh, uh the, one of the uh, uh state's attorneys said quote the wheels of justice turn so slowly in cases like this it's cruel and tragic now that mr lafferty is face uh, is facing his maker perhaps ultimate justice will be realized and there will finally be some closure for the victim's families here and uh there was actually uh-huh. one of the family members here brenda's older sister Sharon said quote our family is grateful we feel like it's just as well that he passed on his own good you know that's a really healthy attitude he's dead I don't care how he died he's off away from me not I wanted vengeance that's that's a healthier attitude she's not letting it eat her up inside even though it eats her up inside Uh, uh, according to her Ron was in a wheelchair and had a caretaker during his last year in prison he was 78 Uh, she said she wasn't surprised he passed away she said I do know that he was frail and had been for some time and he he had not been feeling well I don't believe that he had been able to walk for a while and uh, the uh, uh, she says she doesn't feel cheated by the fact that 
he escaped execution. She said, quote, I absolutely felt a huge amount of relief when I heard the news that he had passed because I preferred he passed because I preferred that he passed peacefully than have to go through what all of us were having to go through. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking wow. That's some really healthy people, man. I mean, really, though, he was in prison. He was convicted of murder. He was yeah. in prison and died in prison. That's an execution. That's pretty much an execution. It's they so, just attrition, right. an execution right. of attrition. You, and and also, there's not a man. Shit, food, bad right. health care, terrible right. conditions, stress. He had to <laughs> eat fat and sodium straight for Absolutely. so many years. But the best part is that there's not some poor bastard that has to go to bed at night thinking, thinking uh, I killed that guy. I just guy. had to kill that guy. Need to feel bad for right. this dickhead. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's all of that. His brother, Dan, yeah. he's still in, still, still sitting in, in Draper Prison here and Ten fucking years hanging younger. out. Ten, seven, seven years, years younger. He's only, yeah, 71, uh-huh. going on 72. Okay. Uh, the book was Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer, and that was the that's the big book that was written about this that's based mainly on Dan's recollections and shit like that. A lot of, I mean, public shit, too, yeah. but a lot of Dan is a heavy hand in that yeah. one. That, my friends, is American Fork, Utah. That is one of the craziest fucking stories we ever had. American fuck Utah. Fuck Utah. (laughs) Last week, in the beginning, I said, watch out next week. We have a crazy one. Don't think we don't when I say that. When I say that, it's extra crazy. Because it's always crazy. When I say we have an extra crazy one... We have this. So it's fucking happening. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like the show, I know how you can tell us. Mm -hmm. Get on Apple Podcasts, that purple icon. Give us five stars. It really does help drive us up the charts, and it helps us on the business end immensely. Guess what, too? I know you have time. We can see you right now. You're sitting there going, what am I going to watch next on fucking Hulu? Right. Put it down for two seconds and give us this goddamn review. It helps a lot. We put in a lot of time for you, you bastards. No, we're just kidding. Thank you for everything you do for us. (laughs) But we do put in a lot of time. But you're not bastards thank you guys so much for all you do for us yeah also head over to shut up and give me murder.com yeah. for all of your crime and sports and small town murder murder needs right. listen to crime and sports it's hilarious it's fun it's us making fun of a criminal athlete there's some dark murders in there there's yeah. some weird light stuff it's good shit listen to it if you're not listening to it already uh check all that out on the website get your merchandise get your tickets to live shows yeah. which looks like from july on looks like we're gonna have live they're gonna happen live shows they've rescheduled boston and new york for august i know boston sold out new york is close to sold out there i think it it's august 22nd so get your tickets right goddamn now i've never been to brooklyn really yeah good shit you're gonna love it pizza's amazing yeah. uh also i know they uh they're working Working on Seattle and Portland. We've been asked a lot about that. They're working on. They Listen, are. There's go- three sold out shows there. We'll figure it out. Three sold out. Yeah. The the the, the Aladdin in Portland has yeah. two nights of sold out show from right. us. Twelve hundred tickets sold. They'll, They're going to have those shows. It's, it's going to happen. Same thing with Seattle and Neptune. We'll do it. Trust us. It'll get done. They just uh, they rescheduled Detroit and Cincinnati for August, mm-hmm. uh, and also Nashville's been rescheduled for July. Right. And I believe they're also working on Austin and Oklahoma City. Did those get rescheduled? yet that's close to that's almost there yeah. so keep an eye on the website yeah. and keep listening back to us get all your tickets right now because now that with their trust me when people go out they're going to want to go out when they get out again so uh tickets should fly off the shelves it's going to go fast so do that get your tickets right now and, and i assure you we're uh, going to throw down with how long we've sat oh it's going to be good stuff angry about it it's going to be good we're going to have a really good time good fucking shit also listen to p.s i hate this movie every friday with myself and sarah hunt my wife while we rip apart romantic comedy movies and do all of that good shit uh, you can do that also follow us on social media at murder small on twitter at small town pod on facebook and at small town murder on instagram do all of that and if you want to be a hero of ours damn it these producers who 
who we're going to talk about in just a moment, who are huge heroes and they're recipients of hearing all the bonus episodes right. we, you, you have access to all the bonus episodes if you're five dollars or above on patreon and uh you can do that and this week it'll be about box botched executions and hopefully if we have time for it uh weird last meals so that's what we're going to do for that and uh if you want to be one of these people one of these producers one of these amazing incredible people very easy to do that patreon.com slash crime and sports uh or you can head over to paypal and uh use our email address crime and sports at gmail.com if you want to just just make a one-time donation and just tell us that you love us uh thank you guys for every dime you you send us and we understand like you know we know it because we're off the road times are tough man people are, are are squeezing every dollar they can so just thank you. We've we've actually received emails from a few people that you know had to cancel their their right. Patreon because they lost their job right. or they got laid off, and they called they would email us apologizing. Like, it's like no, like no, I no. Feel like I, I'm going to be mad at them. Yeah, no, don't do that. No, never, gonna, we're gonna never have it, to James. apologize. We're going to yeah. see if their name's not there. This I'll month, be so mad, and we're going to call no, them. <laughs> but I mean, they they you know they feel, they really feel bad, and because yeah. they we all feel like a family, and yeah. so they feel terrible. And please it's don't crazy. feel bad if you have don't that. if you have that. things that you need to take care of in your life, guys. I mean, we'll be here for you yeah. when you get done take with it. Take care of you, thank your you, kids. Take care of you first. And Don't... if you're if you're doing real well and everything's fine, throw us a yeah. couple fucking bucks, you if cheap you're prick. Making yeah. extra money in this, hey, you better toss get... it over. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for doing that. Yeah, I told you that uh, PayPal is uh, what is it? It's, uh, it's crime. I said it already. Yeah, I already crime. said that. All right, good deal. With that said, <laughs> without further ado, I, the only thing that would make me feel any better about my life right now is to hear the names of the greatest goddamn people in the world. Jimmy, hit me with the producers hit me with them hard like your like your belief in scripture this week's executive producers are liam kraus uh erica anderson rachel sherwood misty donahue uh joe bonacore isabel griffith Derek and lavagna uh lavinia adams jacqueline hall guido van veen uh marcus polite uh oh no janine fennel that's what that is uh tanya volanek cynthia watson no that's dotson Damn it. Cecilia Carter. Mar- oh, this is going to go bad today. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa Turner. Uh, Danielle Butcher. Uh, thank you guys so thank much. You guys. We can't do this without you guys. Truly. Uh, quickly. Uh, Walt Walt Murray. He's been listening to us for like three years. Uh, hey. He lost his mom and he, oh. they'd, he would Sorry go visit her and she's been battling. Uh, oh, but okay. he'd visit her and then they'd talk about the shows and stuff together and he would make oh, her wow. laugh. So thank That's you, so Walt. Cool. Thanks for having oh. us be part of your journey. Yeah, That's, man. Uh, thank you. That means very the world personal, to us. It really does. Yeah, man. And then Lonnie Hall lost her Pop, sorry, Lonnie. Oh, sorry, She's Lonnie. Friends, hang in there. Uh, then we have Joanne Potter. Uh, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, Jana Holbrook. And uh, the rest of our producers this week are Kathy. This is going to be long. Kathy McAller, McAleer, uh, Fiona Hollier. <laughs> Grant Brand, Isaac Stemple, Danny Danny Tapkin up in Minnesota. Thank you, uh, Taylor Gay, uh, Aunt Aunt Rios, Shane Messer, Josh Thomas. No. Tombs, sorry. Uh, Christopher Valdez Frank, Keely Marshall, Tamara B, Donna Thornton, Elizabeth Jones, Talia Shit, what is that? Talia Bruin, uh, Jared with no last name, Sarah Schmidt, uh, Amanda Dixon, Ashley Grenier, Nicole Ayers, Madison Grant, Farrah Khan, Brett Trace, Lexi with no last name, Fake Fake Hay Garner, Craig McLaughlin, uh, Richard Tower, Joe with no last name, Ashley Keeler, uh, I said that, I think. No, I didn't. Yeah, uh, Bri- again. Brianna Worth, Re- Rebecca Beck- Beckenston, uh, Christine, Christine, Kristen, Kristen Merrick. 
Joyce Lewis, Kate Falconer, uh, Riley Yetter, Laura, Laura Malone, Tony Dodson, Mark Davis, Liam Trainer, uh, Kristen a- uh, Appier, or what is that? Appier? Appier? I think. I'm so sorry. Uh, Apcar. Apgar. Alex Lee? No, G. Is that, what is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> John, John Quinlan? Sarah, no, yeah, Sarah J- Jessen. Uh, Brian Tucker? Cody Walker? Mazel? Uh, Paul Steinbeck? Steinbach? Uh, Andrea Rowe? Kent with no last name? Zoe Otway? Joe, Joe, Josh Guido? Uh, Victoria, that can't be right. Jo- it's gotta be right. That's what I wrote. Victoria Stoddard, Mikey with no last name, Jody Tristan, Aaron with no, uh, no last name, and that's A-I-R-E-N, okay. uh, Rebecca Smith, uh, Aleel Hat- Hard- Hadfield, uh, Lily Whit- Whitaker, <laughs> Rachel Presley, Evelyn Weave- Weaver, Michelle Smith, Brian Brian Killian, Brian Haynes, Tash, Tasha, Tash Ro- Rossi, Gay, Fo- <laughs> Gay Fo- Foch, or Foch, Stephanie Marie, Erica with no last name, Matt Pope, Larissa uh, Milhouse, I think, uh, Elizabeth Rankin, Lenita Buchanan, Colin Weaver, Adam Clark, Anthony with no last name, Patrick Griffith, Amber, Amber Bonnet, uh, yeah, oh uh, no, Walika, Walika, Wilson, uh, probably Walika, A- April, <laughs> April Be- Bepinay, Dependent, dependent, dip- <laughs> I don't know. April, uh, Crystal, Christopher Bryant. She, uh, no, Shay, Shay Beaton, Saint Gudry, Guadri, S T Guadri. I don't yeah. know what I did. Stephen Barella, uh, Julie Whedon, Andy, Annie Rose. Sorry, Annie. Uh, I swear I'll get through all this. Gerald Litzler, uh, Sean Sweeney, Kendall Walt, uh, Willitson. Oh fuck. Caitlin Pollack, Christopher, Christina. <laughs> Christina Bowman Sanders, Deanna, no, D, Dean, Deanne, Deanne Flora, Doug Schroeder, Taylor Milloway, uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew Shanks, Sunil Mukherjee, no, I'm sorry, Sunil, uh, Maros, is, oh, is that, Marcus, <laughs> Sarah Chapman, Ryan Wallum, Marshall Yararis, uh, Megan Amon, uh, Jenny Orden, Chris Etter, Tracy Arrett, no, uh, <laughs> Zach Kipfer, uh, Tressa Barrick, Adam with no last name, Ryan Sullivan, John uh, Boyardi, Jeff Boyardi. Oh, I got you. I see your pun. Melissa uh, uh, Delaney, Delaney uh, Jason Foreman. Oh, is that Delap? I'm sorry. Keith K- uh, Kangas, Zach Keister. Pro- oh, maybe? I think. I don't want to call him an asshole. Amy Wilson, Williamson, uh, Hunter Spendlove, uh, Peggy Summons, Simmons, Nicole pa- Palfi, <laughs> Randy Contrell, Nicole Fer- <laughs> Fordson, Artemis Goris, uh, Alyssa Make- Maker, Macer, uh, Drew Mesmer, Meismer, Grover M, T- oh, what did I do? Latoya Redmond, Tanyelle Headley, Monica Fitzgerald, Tom Kohler, Alyssa McGee, Tyler Hack, Carolyn Davis, Courtney Murphy, uh, Heather White, Misty Cooper, Eckertina, Eckertarina, Kazikanova. Julia Stikaski, no <laughs> Stakajerski, uh, D- Dylan Leahy, uh, Sean Me- Sean Mead, Daniel Garrig, Greg oh, Majorbelli, no R- uh, Nick Nick <laughs> Ryard, uh, Caitlin Eisen, Britt Heath, Nicole Bell, Furker, uh, Alima Mitchell, Alan uh, Elena, Elena Bloomdahl, uh, Beanie <laughs> Beanie Bro Cosplay, oh Beanie Beanie. Uh, 
Beanie Boo cosplays. God damn it. Doug Sixpence? Oh, Song Sixpence. Is hey. that Sixpence Nine? Is that the group? I don't, I don't Sixpence. Know. I don't know. Something Sixpence. Send a, and I think it's a band. I hope it's them. <laughs> I, I want it to be it. them. Oh, thank you. Probably not. Uh, Lisa Newman, Kira, uh, Kira Donahue, Christine Dunkinson, uh, Dunkinson, uh, D- Denise Yard, Madison with no last name, Brett Sloan, Nicole Bethel, G- Graham Moore, Daisy with no last name, Kimberly J, uh, Suwana Kivara Kara. Probably okay. not. I'm sorry. Is Bennett lost in the weeds on that one. <laughs> Bennett Williams, Harry Weger, uh, Amanda Schmidt, Leon, Leon, Leon Fennessy, uh, Megan Wagner, Wagner, uh, uh, Avery Christensen, Megan, no last name, Becca Peterson, Peters, damn it, Adai Collette, April Wa- uh, Washington, Erica Woning, Wenig? Oh, no, it's not. Zach Pearson, Rosie D, Dean Robinson, Tom Blake, Matai, uh, Emily Morgan, I can get that one out. Red, black, yeah. 77. Miranda Stewart. Lisey, Lisey Roser. Rosser. William Legg. Gabriel, Gabriel Bretznik. Bretska. Uh, Savannah Martin. Taylor Klein. Jen Fernandez. Corey Montgomery. Lisa Spiller. Uh, Abel uh, Sando. Emily Shepard. Cassie with no last name. Brad Dunifin. Uh, Don Arden, Arden Boyd. Uh, Caitlin Rasmussen. She's a CNA taking care of some of the most vulnerable hey, people on the Thank you on so the much for thank doing you. that. Uh, Tyler Wood. Ro- Roxanne Mason. Ashley Allen. Uh, David Wattis. Or Watts. That's what that is. Kaylee, no, Kyle, sorry, Kyle, Kyle Snyder, Emily Adizer, uh, Suze Gaynor, uh, Amy Peterson, Natalie with no last name, Stephen Shepard, Umor, uh, Junior Johnson, uh, that's Junior Johnson, <laughs> Kathy Samuels, Ali Wales, Catherine Hume, Haman, uh, Gwendolyn Lloyd, Vince uh, Opisan, Opisano, I think. Gwendolyn's last name is Lloyd with one L. You would be very happy about that. There's not two, like the fucking <laughs> yeah. the liars. Oh. Uh, uh, Holly Hennessy, no, Hes- Hesse, Nikki Redmond Corzin, Jesse Ryan, uh, Jake Kokish, Michelle with no last name, Tina York, uh, Wyatt Deckard, Mike Larson, Shisha uh, Permenter, uh, Chantel Bracy, Allison Ryan, I said that, Jen J- Jen Adis, no, Sean Adis, or Addis, Rebecca Blanchard, uh, Alex Johnson, Jessica Schweizer, Schweitzer, Yumi, uh, Carrie Gines, or Gines, Probably Gines, right? Alex yeah. Johnson, I said that. Uh, Brianna Doherty, Saskia Vigel, Fiona Taylor, Kelly Rummel, uh, Nina Korzanewski, I think. Uh, Danielle Busher, uh, Sean with no last name. Jen Severs, Chase with no last name. Regina Lee, Galen Harris, Sarah Gibbs, Duncan Layton, Laura Schwartz, Schwartz, Jessica S., Mike Blemmett, Blumine. What is that? <laughs> Bovine? No, it's not. I, I don't Michael, so. I'm so sorry. I fucked your last name up. Uh, Aaron Hall, Matt Bohor, Boer, Bozer. I like Bohor myself. <laughs> Dines with no last name, whatever that is. Da- Damon Motts, uh, Hillary Skinner, Stephanie with no last name, Basilton Noring, uh, Melissa Shibanui, Sibanui. No, Kim Bo- sure. Kim Berg, Mandy McKenzie, Gavin Wallace, Stephanie with no last name, Brittany Borgen, uh, Ken, Ken Lippert, Lippert uh, Adam Apple, Jennifer Copeland, Jordan White, Leah uh, Smith, uh, Jacob Russell, Tony Rowland, I think. I think that's right. Jordan Bennett, of course. Hey. Kathleen Kathleen uh, Kite, I think that is, or Kelly Kellite. 
I, I put a whole bunch of letters together. I don't know what they are. <laughs> so did whoever made her last name. <laughs> Nick Rundy, Summer Ferrandi, Ferndley, uh, Andrea White, Jared Crooks, uh, Ola Cerniecki, uh, Jessica Higgins, Victoria Brick Bolick, uh, Lafayne Br- Bradford, uh, Aaron Miller, Megan Smith, Matt Walt Wilkins, Rebecca with no last name, Karen Karen Shaleen, K Red eight twenty seven, Chris Robinson, Lenore Bell, Mac Macbetha, uh, Jordan. Herringer, Her, Her, Herringer, oh, God damn it, Herringer, <laughs> Larry Traver, that's not right either, I'm so sorry, Larry, I think, uh, Shawnee Chambers, uh, Alexander Cawthorn, uh, Lindsay Ann, on, Align, Ryan Schultz, uh, Matt Sledge, Evelina, Evelyn, Evelyn Virginia Hogan, uh, Thomas nice. Pinnacone, Pinnacone, uh, Jason Kristowski, Judd Hall, Devin Hot, uh, Axman, uh, what is that? Brooke, Brooke Graining, uh, Chase Grotsky, Aiden Smith, uh, K- Kelly, Kelly Klo, Ty, Ty, J- Ty Yeager, Mercy Silver, Cindy Payne, Cathedra Burton, Jessica Wolkowski, uh, Alpha, J- Janelle Watson, the Cambridge Cambridgeshire Goatman. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, Jamie Jamie Fedora, Feeder, uh, Peter Mazali. God damn it. Ilma de Blasio, Tamia, oh, Tamia Ames, Tammy Ames, Regina Clipton, Katie Jeffs, Naley Bennett, Ben, uh, what is this? Ben Cole, uh, cool. That's what that is. Joe, Joe Larson, Joshua Denton, Brittany Peckler, uh, Ryan Thompson, William Dunlap, Allison Hinkle, Adrian Riefel, Reffel, uh, Brittany Herrig, Dylan Lavalley, Tim Lawrence, Eric P, Emma Drury, uh, Erica, no, Eric Rhodes, uh, David Frenicky, Fro Nikki, uh, Donna Donna Thurman, fuck Nakira, uh, Joe Tassilo, uh, <laughs> Tiffany Tiffany Smith, uh, a case, Mindy Bond, Soraya uh, with no last name, Mike Venus, uh, Jeff Dalkey, Jenny Blacker, Lisa Wood, Kristen Kriminger, Kevin no Helen J, Kimberly Ann Cunningham, Joe uh, Jose Aaron Gu, uh, Harrison Montgomery, uh, Colette Bolera, Livawana, no. Livawandi, <laughs> Liquandi? Pardon? Indu? I, I'm, I'm bad at this. Alicia Wolf Henrik, Heinrich Ubenschleiser, uh, Candida, Megan Debus, uh, Homestretch, Rachel Morales, Nicole with no last name, Benjamin Anderson, Luis Garcia, Carl Griffin, James Oshner, uh, Laura Carlin, Angela Ramali, uh, Malik Cooley, Rain is not a bow. I don't know. Rain, not a bow. Got it. Okay. I'm on, I'm on board. David with no last name. Jay Shouse, Tyler Russell, Tommy Marlowe's, Jamie Brown, Shamaya, no, Shauna with no last name. Esther Kudrow, Daniel Christ or Christ, uh, Kelsey Headland, Chantel Kemp, Andrew Snow, uh, Jurgens Craggs, I think, David, uh, Goddard, uh, Ole Car- Gardner, Lang, William Keller, Jessica with no last name, BK Britt, Ryan Russell, Danielle Barbie, Jamie with no last name, Tammy with no last name, Andrew Hollier, Carrie Britt, A. Douglas, uh, Courtney Friend, Ryan Noonan, 
Matt and Angie uh, Cluis, uh, Kelsey Rodriguez, Brian McCann, Nancy with no last name, Samantha Porch, Keegan King, Jamie Acock, uh, Bianca uh, Reinbold, uh, Kathy Chong, Nancy with no last name, River River Robinalt, uh, Chad Wilson, Melissa Herring, Jennifer Reilly, Tyler Gardner, Jay Gillis, I think, Andrew Bryan, Kyle Francis, Jack Tapping, no, that's Topping, uh, Andrea Beckman, Mike Shanahan, probably not, Miss <laughs> Miss. Shapen Maple, Monique Kahn, uh, Nguyen, uh, Ted Cyrus, Aaron with no last name, Aaron Doty, Ben the, what is that, uh, the, the Wombat Russell, he's probably a wrestler, uh, Quinn Riley, uh, C. Van Buskirk, uh, Ron, no, Ben, Ben Beatty, Beatty, uh, Shay Smith, no, Shay Mitchell, I'm sorry, I don't know how I got Smith out of Mitchell, cause I'm dumb, uh, <laughs> Megan Ozabrak, Oerbrak, Oerbracht, Jonathan Phipps, uh, Bradley B- uh, Dooley, Patrick Sweeney, Andrea Acosta, Taylor with no last name, Greg uh, Otto, Gre- uh, yeah, Greg Otto, um, Eric Klein, uh, Crystal G, Tony Sandlin, Connor uh, Forbes, Chris Sm- Spackler, that's gross, uh, Brendan, <laughs> no, that's Brenda Zapowski, damn it, Lasissi, Nanny, uh, Aaron Silva, Joey, Mc- ja- Joey McIntosh, probably not the one from the band, uh, hmm. the new kids on the block. Is that his name? Yeah. Jo- McIntyre. Uh, Oh, you're right. <laughs> Who liked him more than James? Nobody. Yeah, uh, Josh Aguilar, <laughs> Nathan Spencer, Jeffrey Osterberg, Alex with no last name, Reverie uh, Novell, Revel, Fowler, D- uh, Derek Miller, uh, Byers, what is that? B- uh, Bars Kahula? I don't, probably not. God damn it. Uh, Kylan Page, TL, Sarah Delaney, uh, Michaela Massengill, Hmm. Uh, Wes Croet, Larry Duffy, uh, Denise Grimhall. I thought I was closer to the end. And Ada <laughs> Kaziniak, uh, Victoria Gabay, Summer Montero, Montera, uh, Ed, uh, Eric uh, Car. What did I do? Erica. Oh my God. Carbonell. Oh, that Eric Carbonell. Jonathan Ray Kessner, James Harris, Larry Demas, Maddie Kozanowski. No, Klonsinski. Klonsinski. Something Kl- Polish. <laughs> Rebecca Schmidt, Ashley Vio, Rachel. No last name. Carrie Kirshner, Bug, uh, Mod Author, D- Darlene James, C- Danielle Cassidy, Stephine, Stephanie, uh, Stephine, <laughs> Valentine. That's why. Stephanie. St- <laughs> Put Stephanie next to Valentine. Yeah, Try to say it fast. See if you don't go Stephine. You wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Fudge, Tim Plummer, Liz Vasquez. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Reagan Shockley, yeah. Louise Rayfield, Wallace Wallace Woodwork, Daniel uh, Eisen, Einar, Einarisky. No, Einerson. Erickson. I don't know what that is. Saskia <laughs> Shepard, Mary with no last name. Uh, Peyton Meadows, Andrew Dittmer, Dittmer, Dittmer uh, Jamie Kazerga, Kors, Kors, uh, Daisy Parker. Uh, Michael Stefani, uh, Lucy Stacy, Mike Tolbert, probably not that one. Uh, oh, that's Holbert. Sorry. Uh, Allison Plant, uh, Joe, Joe C, uh, uh, Libby Ritchie, Danielle Wheeler, Daniel Wheeler, sorry. <laughs> James Martyr, Rick Beebe, uh, Henry Stone, Louis Tidrick, Tiffany Cronquist, Lori Gravelin, Charles Buchel, San, uh, Sean Glennon, Miranda with no last name, Brandon Drake, Logan Wells, Johnny Ramey, uh, Amanda Knight, Gary Howard. Thank you, Gary. Hey, I thanks, appreciate Gary. it, buddy. He's got a podcast he started. Uh, what else? we got here destine hanratty uh, destin destiny hanratty jill king diane Revo- duvall uh amber walgren uh carl kusher um what is that damn it M- 
Manasat Chatta? No. Manashevitsu? It's man, man meat chatta. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. It could be uh, somebody's fucking with me, maybe. Uh, Jody Settle, Daily, uh, Del- Daily, Vet, Daily Vet Bonilla, uh, Diane Duvall, uh, uh, Rena Taylor, Kit Kat, Darren, oh, Karen, Karen Edgent, I'm... Um, Fuck. Robin Anderson, Centerfire Cigar Rests, Janice Hill, uh, Kim Hegeman, Hegeman, Sarah Mitchell, Sarah, no, that's Sam Williams, Amber Lovieri, uh, David Munyon, uh, (laughs) Nicole Beatty, uh, Brandon uh, Neff, John, no, yeah, John Allard, Catherine Hillman, uh, also, also Foy, what is that? God, Al's Foy, Zach Kingley, I don't know what I did. Uh, Jackie Sukup, Susanna Platt, Steve Sh- uh, Mellon. Oh, that's Steve Schnell. Hey, MTA. Steve. What's that's up, what buddy? That is. Uh, Adana Tim- Timakis, uh, Mike- Michael Holmes, Kel- uh, Kyle Dunphy, Morbid uh, Laura Yarnell. Uh, what did I do? Ben Coons, uh, Brooke Kale, Paige Sand- 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 Sandness, uh, Crystal Hewitt, Brendan Abels, Roberta Beyer, Molly Aravio, Aravalo, Jude Kendall, <laughs> Stacey Turner, and Mama Needs comfy and of course all of our patreon supporters you guys are fucking great thank you everybody thank you thank you thank you thank you we just can't say it enough because we really do appreciate it we know you guys go out of our way for us so uh out of your way out of your way for us (laughs) wow get out of our way for us for us you bastards (laughs) and i am gonna keep uh we here me and jimmy are going to keep going out of our way for you and do as much as we possibly can to get you through all all this shit so i were doing so much bonus and everything like that thank you thank you so much jimmy how could they get a hold of you to thank you (laughs) it doesn't happen very often but you can find me at wisman sucks w h-i-s-m-a-n sucks on twitter uh and instagram and uh jimmy wisman on facebook which yes. is my name that's yes, strange. yes. Uh, and you can tell me um horrible things about myself that i already knew where Perfect. can they find you you can find me over at jimmy p is funny or just copy and paste my last name or my whole name from the show description and you can uh, find me that way it's a lot easier and you uh rarely thank me too a lot of people <laughs> not that i need thank you but most of the time it's like I don't know what it is. They think of me as like the, like, ah, he's all right. He's <laughs> like, fine. Yeah, he could take it. He's, he's fine. He's <laughs> like, he yeah. seems stable or whatever. <laughs> like, no, I'm just as fucked up as anybody else. <laughs> so be nice to me, too. <laughs> I got problems. I just, I just fucking, I mask it with aggression. So it's a different thing. You don't realize it's there. Maybe that, well, I don't know. Who knows? But either way. Thank People you, guys. People just like to say mean things yeah, sometimes. And that's I, all right. I enjoy uh, reading those. Uh, if before, they're funny. Before I delete them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not fucking but, respond no, no shit you're gonna bait me into fighting with you on the internet shit no Who do you think you are uh, you'll get i'll i'll <laughs> fucking trash you once and then leave you alone I'll, t- I'll 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 drop the fucking mic on you i'll tell you that much you might get one word uh, yeah. and then and it's then i'm out bye that said everybody <laughs> we're gonna keep coming back week yeah. after week you cannot stop us ever really no. i'll tell you that and uh until next week everybody it's been our pleasure bye Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Small Town Murder early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
If you don't know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay. I am here for you. I'm Darcy Carden, and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with me and my funny friends as we bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to my podcast, you've learned that that's the sciencey term for eardrum. We embark on a hyperlink roller coaster as we start out on a Wikipedia page and go from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until we collectively shout, How the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.